Real show, here we go. Real show, here we go. You know that it's gotta be that time, so this is what we chant. What keeps on getting them all amped in advance? Come on. You and I rocking out with Iron Man FE. You get the general's point of view on top of Roger's rants. Whenever it's happening out, we're putting the most minutes in you. Already know what that's about, you know that winners win. Crush whatever's on task, check the podcast. It's the champ and the tramp, let the bomb blast. Here we go, Champ and the Tramp. My man Frankie Perez. Champ and the Tramp kind of started with Frankie Perez. Really did. Uh, we'll get we'll get to that. But uh, Frankie, <laughs> I've known for how long? A long time, man. Um, 2008, 2007. Some yeah, when yeah. I was 17. You were 16. You think 16 year old? 16 kid. maybe. And I started then, training uh, at 17, so nice. I was 17. Okay, 17 yeah. year I look 16. Skin, a little skinny little kid. Yeah, with big ass feet. <laughs> um, and then obviously, uh, you know, you made it to UFC. You fought in UFC for a, a couple fights. And you own One Oak Events, I believe. Yeah. Right? Yep. Yeah. Uh, DJ extraordinaire, event planner extraordinaire. That's right. Tell Gina. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, 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 but you pretty much do it all, right? Cover all that stuff. I mean, I try, bro. I try. You know, it's kind of crazy when you when you say and, it like that. And I just want to make sure I'm, I'm touching all the bases here. And you're also Frankie and the 4Fs podcast. Frankie and the 4Fs. And that's kind of where we started um, the first time we all sat down together. Yeah. First podcast yeah. I ever did. Yeah, I had a real bad taste in my mouth <laughs> by the following day on that one. <laughs> that podcast, we were four episodes deep, and we went viral real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of people listening, mostly TMZ. <laughs> yeah, uh, man. When you say it like that, it's pretty, it's pretty wild because you know I met you when I was 17 years old, and you came in Adamir's when I was training there, and I didn't yeah. know who the fuck you were. Um, until they told me, like, oh, this kid's gonna fights in the UFC. I was still very, you know, green at that. At that, I just was a good jujitsu guy. But you came in. That's when you were still training with Rob. You came in with Tom Galicchio. Rob, yeah, Rob that Garino. Was before I started training with uh, Ricardo. Ricardo, yeah, because that's Steve, the t- Steve's the one that kind of set me up. Yeah, place, Steve so, came yeah. in because that's the time I think you were still like trying to like transform your your career figure out, figure like, out what i was gonna do yeah yeah like when you really wanted to start branching out and start yeah, I, knew, I knew where i was wasn't where i needed to be right what, what was the name of rob's team back in the day the rhino rhino, rhino fight rhino. team yeah, yeah rhino that's yeah. it that was like the og spot back in the day right yeah Bro. it was well i mean i'll be honest I, I found the place and that's where i trained <laughs> it was close yeah. you know, bro I, they used to come in rolling like you knew when rhino was in yeah, the room yeah, yeah they you always came like 50 deep yeah all wearing the Rhino shirts. It was like yeah. fucking warriors. But Rhino was like the size of this room. <laughs> right, <laughs> you know what, right, I mean? right. On, what was that? Manilokan Road? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Manilokan Road. But they were like, I feel, are in this area, like one of your OG teams. Like the team. Yeah. Like, I feel like if you were fighting a Rhino guy, yeah. you're fighting. You know what I mean? Didn't Dante train with Rhino or no? No, I mean, no, we always messed, kind of cross train with Dante, but Dante was always with, with Ricardo. I think actually early, early on, Dante was with someone else. Dante fought way back. I went right. to AC to watch Dante fight probably, God, it feels like 20 years ago, but maybe 15 years ago, and I thought he was a year old, so who yeah. knows? Who, it's not going to be accurate. We, ju- we just discovered there's a real possibility I could be Frankie Perez's father. So <laughs> if, if I started fucking when Frankie did at age 13, I could be Frankie Perez's dad. <laughs> hey, you never know. Yeah. You never know nowadays, right? Uh, I think you missed a Perez's son. Yeah. <laughs> My head's smaller though. He's got a big dome. You got a big dome. Yeah, 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 I got my mom's head. Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's 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 true, bro. It's crazy. Speaking I'm, of your mom's head. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. 
<laughs> but um, that's why you're not my kid. It's so good. <laughs> wow. wow. Boom. Right into it, baby. How Lou? Yo, shout out Lou. Shout out Lou. Lou Grom is the man. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad you're smiling now. Fucking he stands there the whole time and doesn't he move. Does, bro. That's crazy. No chair, nothing. Two hours with Fra- Todd Frazier. He stood there, didn't budge. My man. He's good. All right. You wearing a, di- you wearing a he diaper? Doesn't, he doesn't even blink. Wow. Wow. You must get paid the big bucks. <laughs> we can't afford a chair yet. <laughs> so, all right. Sponsors. We, but, listen, uh, buy, buy Lou Grom a chair. Sponsor us. <laughs> <laughs> Posturepedic chair, right? Oh, man. But, yeah, bro. I mean, 17. I mean, it was fucking 13 years I've known yeah, you. Long you know? time. And shit, we, watch we you grow up. up. Watch you grow up. Well, I mean, I was. Shit, I grew up too. I'm still. We all grew up. up. Yeah, yeah. Well, you didn't get any taller, but you yeah. grew up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? Emotionally and, uh, <laughs> you know, mentally. I grew up, but uh, yeah. So, right away, you young, you were shit in high school, right? Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Yeah. And did you go take any college classes? You did yeah, a little bro, bit, right? I, but I not did really. A little bit. You were always entrepreneurial. I was always trying to. I was always trying to hustle. You know, I was always trying to hustle. I was always trying to make a buck, but I always wanted to just live my life and do whatever I wanted. You know, so my for, parents. For a guy that was always trying to hustle and get ahead, and make a buck. Why? I mean, there's such a small fraction of people that make it in the fight world. Why would you choose that route? Especially it in UFC. I didn't, and, and you made it, bro. You made it to the elite. You made it to yeah, the UFC. So. Yeah. I mean, I didn't. I Honestly, I always wanted to fight, and uh, my parents would never let me. I swear. I went. A friend of mine that I was barely friends with then was like, yo, I got tickets to these fights. You want to go? And I went with my dad, and I literally started training the next day. I found a friend. It just that, hit you that hard. You became I, a fan. I loved it. Yeah. And my dad remember, made fun of me. Do you remember? What, was that a UFC event? No, it was at oh. Brookdale. Okay. Todd Going was fighting. Was Dante that? was the main event. Oh, wow. Greg Soto fought. Did, uh, did Ligori fight? Maybe. Probably. Yeah. yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah probably. Fought I didn't Matt know. Brown. Oh, really? No yeah. way. Yeah. yeah he's you so, OG Matt Brown? Yeah. I didn't know Ligori yeah. fought Matt Brown. Chris submitted him, yeah. In, no in, fucking... in Brookdale. In Brookdale, yeah. Dude, I had no idea. Yep. That's crazy. Ricardo fought Matt Brown, too, in Nork. I think Nork? Yeah, Nork, and submitted him, too. Dude, uh, I, love, I, I love Matt Brown. Yeah, but he's I, I love guy. that Ligori beat I yeah. love that both Hell of those yeah. guys beat him. Yeah. yeah. Matt Brown's a nice dude. I, yeah, I fought on the story, too. He fought in Ohio at NAAFS. It's like. The amateur league out there, but they do amateur and pro. Mm. And I met him out there. He's fucking straight, nice, super nice dude. dude. Yeah, yeah. You know, but so yeah, you that's always wanted to fight. But you were always business savvy. Your parents are pretty business savvy too, right? My you parents are business a, a, a little different endeavors you guys are in, right? You know what it was, bro? When I was growing up, I, it wasn't even like the making money thing of it. It was just, I guess, like the hustle. I don't know. Like when I grew up in North Jersey, I lived next to a gas station, and I used to go over there every night and wash windows. And uh, it was in the middle of town, so I used to get tips. People then, thought you were homeless. Yeah. <laughs> but Poor everybody kid. knew me to work at the gas station. I'd yeah. fucking washing windows, little ass kid, and I would get tips That's and meet awesome. all kinds of crazy people. And then I would go to the dollar store and get party packs of candy. And, and then I, w- I would sell it in school, like handfuls of candy for like quarters, Bro, bucks. Yeah. You know, I was I was young. I was a fucking kid, but yeah. I didn't. I was just. Anybody help you? Like, guide no. you to do that stuff? My dad these ideas, thought I was stealing money from the gas station. He used to go to the guy. He's like, yo, you stealing money? Because, bro, there'd be nights. I'm, I'm fucking like eight or nine years old, and I'm coming home with 40 bucks in my pocket yeah, from crazy. washing windows. Good for you, bro. You know what I mean? And my dad's like, yo, you're not stealing money. And the guy's like, no, he's working. When I was a kid, my dad owned gas stations, and I pumped gas there for like 50 cents an hour. My, uh, my old man <laughs> fucked me. Now I'm here <laughs> Yeah, I don't know, man. It was just, and what's crazy, I, I live a very like yeah. conventional lifestyle. Oh, I, like I, I'm not about 
money and fucking guys, fame and all that shit. I guys, just, guys, I pulled in behind him in the driveway. He's driving like a Prius. Right? <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's not kidding. He's dead serious. What was that thing? It's a fucking Veloster, bro. <laughs> yeah, Veloster. All right? I, and I love that vol- fucking what, what car. It's like a Veloster. Is that thing it sounded like it was diesel, is it? Is that like, <laughs> it was like ticking. You, you don't change yeah, the oil yeah. on that, do you? Yeah. It's no, I did. Like, it just, Velociraptor? That's a Velociraptor. Mm. That's a dinosaur, I think. Yeah, sure. yeah. Very good. You kind of look like a velociraptor. It's <laughs> 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 my schnoz. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man. So it's just uh, I don't know. I guess like a hustler's ambition. I just yeah. always I could just never work for anybody. I, yeah. I had maybe two real jobs my whole life that I yeah. worked for somebody, and it was miserable. But you always did it. I mean, you know, you were training, juggling a real a fight career, a professional fight career at the highest levels in the UFC and everything else, and I'm sure that got tough. Yeah, bro. So when I was an amateur, like these kids, like nowadays, like well, the you know, I'm not gonna name names, but the the new generation coming in, you know, say they it, feel they it. feel entitled and they feel like they should be training with the best. And oh my god, I trained fucking three times today and I didn't get to take a nap, bro. And I'm not tooting my horn, but I used to go to school when I was I met him. I was junior in high school. I used to go to school. I leave school. I go fucking work for my parents delivery company right i go work from fucking three o'clock to eight or nine o'clock at night sometimes and then i would go to the gym and train till fucking 12 one o'clock in the morning with mama's boy or a strategic and i would that's what my life was and then when summer came i would train in the morning go to work and then train at night and my dad sometimes would pick me up because like i'd get dropped off or whatever because i was fucking exhausted and then i would get close to the house and my dad would be like all right get out run five miles and Listen, then it'd be one o'clock in the morning running five miles. We had uh, Marlon Moraes in here, our last um, interview, and he, he was saying that it's that mindset that separates you guys over time. You know, it's consistency and over time with that work, at work ethic that separates you from everybody else in the gym. He said, I, I think he said, I think his example was I started out like being the fifth best guy in the gym. Right. And there was like six guys in there. And then, you know, a guy would drop out. And then he was the fourth. Before you knew it, two years had passed and he was the only guy left and right. he's the best guy. So it's just that mindset of, you know, hard work and determination and getting ahead. I mean, that probably got you where you are, and it's probably why you're a success today, I would think. Yeah, I mean, for me, I was never the best at anything, mm-hmm. you know, but I was always competitive you, and why, good. Why do you say that? You made, not it, like, to the, not like, you you made ever, it to the UFC. <clears throat> oh, no, no, I'm, I, but I'm saying, like, growing up as a kid, like, okay. you always had those standout kids yeah. that, like, like the Frasers of fucking Little League that yeah, were yeah. just natural fucking athletes. They just knew how to fucking hold a baseball, right? Mm-hmm. I was very good at baseball, but I worked hard to be very good at baseball. I didn't just, nothing came, throwing a baseball came natural, grounding a ball came natural, you know, running a football came natural, but like the ability and like the athleticism to all that shit never came natural. I always had to work hard to be fucking good at something. You know what I mean? Where it came very natural to some kids that just fucking had a really fast hundred meter or a high jump or whatever, you know? And that just that just starts that ingrained it being ingrained in you. When you work hard at one thing, you, it transitions to the next thing. Yeah, like you know, I worked hard for, to be a for wrestling my whole life. I, I wasn't thinking about fighting, mm-hmm. but you know, in turn, since working hard my whole life in wrestling, it, it helped me in my career in fighting. And if I say I didn't fight, it helped me in my career if I was a business owner or did, anything. Did you, you right, right? Did you have a wrestling pedigree at all? No, no. my parents thought it was gay. Yeah. Swear to God, I signed up all four years. Probably and just looking at you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they really thought well, that was. I grew up in New Jersey. We don't need to tell like this. Him this kid's all. already gay enough. <laughs> <laughs> he got enough. He got enough problems. We ain't putting this kid in tights. <laughs> Well, where I grew up in New Jersey, there was no wrestling. Like, <laughs> I never even mean? heard of it. What do you mean? Where did in you grow Wallington, up in Wallington. I grew up in a small town called Wallington, and they started a wrestling program 
two or three years after I moved out. I never knew what wrestling was. And then I moved down here in eighth grade. I saw these kids like wrestling around in, a, in, in the lunchroom. I'm like, what the fuck is that? And then freshman year, uh, the wrestling coach was like, yo, why don't you try out? You seem you're pretty athletic, whatever. And I signed up all four years. My parents were never there like, no, you're not wrestling. But I can go play football, but I, I can't go wrestle, no, sure. you know? And I started wrestling uh, Cause, cause they, at Elite. Because they didn't see it as a... a sport really I guess it was just, because they, it's they cool work. i can go fucking dirt bike race yeah, and yeah. fucking jump 60 foot triples and whatnot you know and but they didn't just want me to be in a combative sport i always wanted to box it would never let me the box. fear of you getting hurt possibly. i guess yeah, yeah, yeah. i guess because that's but, like a badass sport in my mind i mean it's like yeah but it's you know, we weren't used to it or whatnot you know but i love the fact there's there's like a it's like a double-ended sword I love the fact uh, of being able to compete at a young age. Like, I wish I had that ability of, like, the determination, the cutting weight, the mental toughness, the physical toughness. You know, that's, like, shit that you get ingrained since you were a little kid throughout your whole life. And that'll hold, like he said, for the rest of your life in business and whatever. But for some reason, I think I'm a better wrestler Mm -hmm. learning MMA wrestling from the jump instead of, you know, scholastic wrestling. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. Like, I feel like, uh, for me personally, I became a, a, a better mixed martial artist learning wrestling as MMA from the start yep. than I did combining combining it. But I feel like I lack in the mental toughness yeah. that I could have learned wrestling all those years. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean? So yeah. You had two fights in the UFC. I, I don't four. know. You had four? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I thought you said two. Okay. I don't. I, I definitely saw the last one. Uh, I probably saw all four. I just can't remember who they were, but... I remember you, you know, obviously your Rogan speech, and it was a great fight. I do remember that much. You really dominated that guy, and you sort of, correct me if I'm wrong, <coughs> retired, stepped away, said this is going to be my last fight. And I remember thinking in my head, because I just kind of was getting to know you at that time. We were training a little bit at the barn and stuff, and I remember thinking, my God, this was another New Jersey talent that I could really get behind and be a fight fan and be like, because you were good, bro. You were good. You don't get to the UFC if you suck, and you were actually winning in there. And I was like... And we talked about it on your podcast, but for those that didn't hear it, walk people through why you sort of walked away from it. Yeah, it was uh, it was a lot. I was going through a lot, and I I dealt with a lot of like mental struggles my whole life mm-hmm. for whatever reason. It's like it's as crazy as confident you can be and good looking or whatever you want. Nobody you, you ever, look at yourself. Nobody said you're good looking. But go ahead. <laughs> go I'm ahead. saying any individual. I know, I know. But it's you know what you transpire every day. Right. You know what I mean. So with fighting, I don't know. It was just, I was good at it. I loved it. But for some reason I was just, I was done. You know, I was done at that point. When I lost my grandparents, that really fucking affected me big time. You know, I was all the time. I I tell it all. I say it all the time. All that time I sacrificed not to fucking lose to this guy Mm -hmm. in front of all these fucking people to satisfy and entertain all these fucking people that are going to forget about me on Monday. Mm -hmm. I could have been spending with my fucking dying grandfather and grandmother. You know what I mean? And like family's like my number one fucking thing, you know. There's family's an, there's everything. There's another way to look at that from a guy that works a nine to five and has been in a union job for twenty four years. My combined time away from my family, working an eight hour shift a day, is probably maybe maybe less than the time you spend away in training and that because you go hard for two months, right? You get a you get eight weeks essentially to train for a fight. Not that you don't train in that downtime, but you could you could look at it, you could kind of kind of reverse psychology that and say. If you had a regular job and you just worked an eight-hour day, not overtime, not, you'd be away from your family then too. You know? Yeah, yeah, you can, you can. Yeah. I think it's just—it was just a lot, man. Yeah. And I, I personally well, the don't mental think mental game. I can't imagine. Yeah, like I was actually thinking about it the other day, like because like now I don't deal with 
like depression or anxiety or mental like I'm good, you know, and I've been good for a while now. It's um, funny that's funny you say that because the last time we met on your podcast began my downward spot right, 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 with, right. with dealing with yeah, depression yeah. and anxiety and i went through probably six months of straight hell bro after our last podcast and that's why you're sitting this far yeah, from me yeah, this yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i didn't want to catch that that yeah. uh, disease again yeah. <laughs> but uh i don't think i was ready for it okay. to be completely honest after, after that that was sam stout sam knocked, stout knocked him out who was a great just, great fighter by the way i like that fight, but I don't think I was ready for the UFC yet. Mm-hmm. I don't think uh, even before after that or before that even when I got the call. You know, like you're eager. Like when you're coming up in the rankings, you're yeah. fucking hot. You know, like you're fucking running. You're doing whatever you got to do. I got to make it to UFC. I got to make it. And I don't think personally I was mature enough to be in the UFC at See, a certain it's, time. It's funny, and again, not not that I'm a psychologist here, but you would think that a lot of people would have that take if they got in there and were losing. You right. were winning, bro. You were winning. Yeah. You know what I mean? You were winning fights. Like okay, my last... But you got you got the call uh, uh, to fight. Who'd you fight your first fight? Johnny Case. Okay. Got the call. Right then and there, you were like, damn, I'm not ready for this. Or No. no you didn't I was in the locker that. room. Wait, that's when you realized? In the locker room for that first fight? Yeah. And that's when you said, I'm not ready for this? I'm not ready for this. You win that fight. I lost. You did. And it was my worst performance ever in my whole career. Like, now, I didn't, now, I didn't you, commit. I didn't do I know, anything. but do you think, because you're in your head, you're like, uh, you told yourself, I'm not ready for this. What if you were able to flip the switch and be like, all right, uh, I'm going to go take what's mine today? Can every... Yeah. Because it, it was no... It, that's really the difference, right? It was just your mind. It wasn't, it wasn't, your mind. It wasn't like what your ability. You had right. the ability. Right. Well, and that, that's what it is, bro. You, you, you put your own fire out before, you, you know, you even get going. That's why I was like, man... I, I don't. It's fucked up, bro. The mind's a fucked up oh, thing. You bro, know, you can it, get lost in it, man. It's a it's a fucked up thing, especially in our sport. Your mind's not right. You're getting hurt. I agree. And you're getting embarrassed. I agree, you know what yeah. I mean? It, Which is worse than getting hurt. And it's forever. Yeah. You know, like yeah. it's on it's on your record. It's yeah. on YouTube. It's yeah. on Instagram. Especially if you get fucking put to sleep, you're yeah. a meme for the rest of your life. Trust you me, know, I know, so brother. people yeah. can't fucking deal with that. And not that I, you know, the fights that I lost. I should have won. Yeah. I just didn't want it. Mm-hmm. That's just point blank simple. I just didn't fucking want it. Like in, in the moment, not in the, the moment. lead up. Lead up, you train properly, right? You train hard, or you yeah. don't think you train hard enough? I think I could definitely train harder. But now, is that because of of your other, uh, um, you know, other things you had going on? I or think because so. Because you uh, just you think you didn't train hard because you just didn't put. I mean, listen, I in. never shortcutted a camp. That's for a, a damn fact. I never shortcutted a camp, ever. You know, I've always put 110% into it, but could I have done more? Yeah. I mean, we could always say that about our career. We could say that about anything. We could, oh, I should have done this more. But could, it wasn't your I other could've... obligations, I'm saying. It could have been, yeah. you know? Like, when I'm sparring on Saturdays, and I know I have a wedding at night, I'm fucking, I'm sparring, and I'm like, I can't get a fucking black eye. Yeah. You know? I'm worried. I'm fucking more worried about getting a black eye than marrying two fucking people on that, that weekend than I should be right. worrying about the fucking game plan and the, the fucking Goliath that's going to fuck me up in eight yeah. weeks. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. So... That's why now I like I stepped away, you know. Honestly, I'm going to tell you something huge. Tearing my ACL was the biggest fucking positive factor that's ever happened in my life. How so? It slowed me the fuck down. It shut me down where I couldn't move, I couldn't do anything. You tore that in practice? Yeah, getting ready for a fight. A fight, yeah. You know, I won a fight. Uh, I fought back rear in combat. I fought my contract out with UFC. Uh, I f- took a fight. I won. And I was getting ready for another fight. And even in that camp, I didn't, I didn't even want to fucking be there. Mm-hmm. And I fucking tear my ACL. Worst news I ever got, bro. I fucking, I cried for a whole fucking day. 
And then I'm like, fuck it. Like, what am I, what's crying? What's any of this shit going to do? Had surgery, right? Laid down on that fucking couch. And I was like, all right. Now it's time to figure out what I really want to fucking do with myself. Sounds like you were you were battling with some some real internal demons, your your own, you know, maybe second guessing yourself, not knowing if it was what you you know. Does that come from um, self doubt? Like Frankie said, he's never gone into a fight ever thinking he's going to lose ever. Right. So clearly, his mental mindset is probably a different composition than yours and mine because you've already said. You know, I was nervous to lose a fight, look like, you know, get get embarrassed to be on YouTube. I'm he, definitely he nervous may, to do those things. He may be just I just tricked myself that I don't think I'm right, right, not right. that I'm a fighter, but I But you I, think I, that's you think that's natural or you think that could be that could be natural or that could be from the wrestling background. It could be from yeah, a lot it, of different it, things. It could be you know the, what the, I mean? Because I mean, when I was younger, I was a fucking nasty little fuck. I had little man syndrome. I was always getting into fights. Yeah. So like I was never scared of that. Right. You know? Well, so, I was, just, so was I, but that's a street fight that maybe 12 people watch. Right, 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 Being on a national stage, you know, and getting beat or KO'd or whatever the case may be is a whole different scenario right. that carries a lot of, you know, a lot of personal embarrassment, a lot of anxiety with that. That's I would probably have more your mindset than his right. mindset. For well, I think, too, it's like, and he could probably feel the same way, like coming up in the rankings and you have this whole fucking bandwagon behind you. You're a fucking superhero to everybody around you. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. now you're carrying all this weight. Now you don't want to, you know, my whole thing, I never wanted to fucking lose in front of my mom. I never wanted to get beat up in front of my, that was always my mindset, you know, or my parents and let them down, you know, like in my circle, my friends all are very successful, very wealthy and doing their thing. But like, I've always been like the kid in the spotlight. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I think that's what it was too. Like, right. I w- I know I didn't want to be there anymore, but I feel like everybody around me depended on yeah. me being in the fucking spotlight. Right, and yeah. I was scared <laughs> on letting them all down and yeah. just being like a normal guy in society. So when that ACL popped, you were like, pressure's off, and it's something beyond my mental decision to quit. Right, a physical injury took me out. I don't have to, you know, I don't have to worry about saying. I'm done. Then, right. then, then your decision was made for you. So it was kind of a, a, a stress well, release because of that. Yeah, yeah. I think it just really I was able to like analyze who I am and what I want, and, mm-hmm. and not think about anybody else. My grandparents are gone. Right. I'm fucking. I got no ACL. I got no work right now. I'm chilling. You know what I mean? Like, what am I gonna do? Mm-hmm. Like, where? How am I gonna set myself? What up? What did you do? Yeah. What was the conclusion? So I came up. I uh, I always said I wanted to do this fucking start a podcast. Fucking sat on the internet. I got my my logo, all my shit, my Instagram, that, and then I was like, I'm gonna start another company. So you sat on the internet right after I did For your f- right after I did your podcast. I sat in the back of a police car. <laughs> <laughs> we all saw Rodney. Yeah, yeah. We all saw everybody. We all saw. <laughs> I'll never forget getting that text in the morning, and Frankie's like, "Yo, did you see Rogers?" I'm like, "What?" I was like, "No, what happened?" I'm one like, "Oh worst. no, one what did the- we do?" <laughs> You weren't thinking that. You're like, I'm going to get great ratings. Because, <laughs> bro, we killed. We almost killed that bottle of Black Label, and, and that, I was that, drinking like a bitch. You I, guys are throwing listen, that shit down. Like Frankie said, we don't make excuses, but I kind of wish I wasn't drinking that night. Yeah, I well, probably would have made some better decisions with posting stuff. But anyway. Hey, life is such. Yeah. Uh, you live and you learn, buddy. You live and you learn. <laughs> but uh, where the fuck was I going? No, you said you, 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 uh, you, made, you yeah. when you were kind of on the... the Oh yeah, yeah. Sick bed. You were, you made your podcast. You kind of realized you wanted to to pursue different things and, and yeah, you know, pursue. Like I still, I still want to fight. Like I still want to fight. I still, I still got it in me. I you still love you, it. Do you, do you think you will? 
Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I'll fi- I will fight this year. Yeah. This if year, not yeah. two or three times. Yeah. yeah. Or 100% will All fight right. this year. Right. The problem is, it's like right now, I have so much momentum with the, you know, cool. I have my one of a kind of, uh, one of a kind events mm-hmm. business that is, what we've done in 10 months is like unbelievable because of the connections that I've had over the last fucking 11 years being in this game. People found out that I'm on my own now. I'm not with my old company. And like, everybody's like, yo, we got to work with this kid now. Like, cause that old company was holding me back yeah. from developing me as an entertainer, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so that was rocking. You know, I was doing fucking podcasts every fucking week. You know, I was breaking into like a whole nother, realm of shit of being a business owner having this podcast you know still trying to train and develop myself you know what i mean and then like now uh, I'm, I'm opening up a fucking zumba studio in a month you know and now my one of a kind zumba, events huh? yeah now my one of a kind events we're we're having a branch company in miami so now i'm going to be oh, back and forth to miami you know so it's like when you got that momentum and everything's kind of fucking working, you got to take advantage of it. Oh, yeah, you know, the time sure. that I'm spending in the gym, I could be couldn't, fucking agree more. making some yeah, meetings you, or whatever. Do you think, hey, maybe I got to just fucking, like you said, chase that ball instead of go and, and pursue a dream? It, it's tough. Every every day is a, a battle with that, you know, mm-hmm. because I love I love fighting. For, like, like I said, like I never grew up and I was like, I'm going to be a fucking fighter. I'm going to. No, I just loved it. I love the. Two, two things for you, two questions. <clears throat> well, not two questions. First and foremost, congratulations on getting the podcast going again because you have a gift to gab, bro. So I'm, I'm glad you're, you're doing that and you went back to that. Secondly, you said that, you know, it was, it was your fear of losing combined with if you have a wedding event, you don't want a black eye. What changes it now? You said you might fight one, two, three times this year. What, what has changed? Do you think you matured to the point where... Because I'm doing it for myself now. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, That's what I was going to say when you were like, oh, I'm worried about... You know, letting my parents down. Worry about like, yo, you can't do that. You got, I mean, you got to win because you want to win. Right. I mean, of course, I, I, I get embarrassed. I, I, I want to win for my kids. Like, especially now that my son wrestles and he's into competing. Like, I want to come home. I don't want to come home with a loss. But, dude, ultimately, I'm doing it because I want to do this. Right. I, you know what I mean? That's what you got to remind yourself. Right. Then you're, you're zeroed in. Yeah. And that, that's what it is, man. Like, I used to be, bro, and, and he can tell you, like, I would have a bad practice and it ruined my whole week. Mm. I was so tough on myself. Yeah. And, like, now I'm just, I'm in such a good fucking mindset and mind frame. And, like, yeah, I still have my good days and my bad days. But I am I fucking get through them like nothing there. I just shit on them. Like, let's go. Like, yeah. I go I mean, train. It's good to get down on yourself, though, a little bit and, you know, be a little bit critical of, uh, of yeah. some things in practice. But you can't dwell. You can't go home with it. You can't, you know, right. you can't make it change your whole outlook. No. Then it is detrimental to, to the process. Yeah. I always hear coaches in corners always, you know, cornermen, coaches, whatever, always saying, not always, a lot of them say to their fighters, just get out there, have fun in there. Is there, I mean, can you do that? Can you take a step back and have fun in there? I mean, has there ever been a fight where you just enjoyed yourself in there? Or are you so stressed and so... I don't know. I think it depends on the fight. Yeah. You yeah. know, every fight. I, I'm zeroed every... in, but I definitely try to... When you say have fun, I mean, like, being creative, you know? Don't, like, don't stress so much. I, I said, just said it to my son. He, we were in a, uh, at the Jersey Shore League Finals, <clears throat> and he's in the, you know... To, Friggin' tight match, and he's all pockets. He's jacked up, and I'm like, dude, have fun, man. And he's yeah. you know shook it out. Like, 
Yeah. So, yeah. What, what, as a as a coach and as a fighter, what do you mean by have fun? Just lighten up. Don't loosen up. No, loosen up. Yeah. Be creative. Right. Have fun. Like be creative. Right. Don't don't like be so tense where you're shutting stuff down. Mm-hmm. Like have fun. Let it fly. Go in there and and do the stuff we've been doing. Yeah. Don't don't hold up. Like, that's the problem. Sometimes people get to the stage where it's too freeze. big. The moment's too big. They freeze and they clam up. That's not the time. The time is to let it show. Occasionally, it show. I will watch a fight where I truly think a guy is enjoying himself in there. He's either talking yeah. smack and like, come on, let's go. Or I'm, I'm competitive. Know. I want to win, but I'm. Fu- I mean, it's fucking. Fu- I mean, I keep doing it. I keep yeah. coming back. Yeah. You know? It's a lot of fun. It depends sometimes too. Like when I fought Sam Stout, yeah. like when I fought Johnny Case and I lost, right? And I was tense. I'm in the I'm, bro. I was flat as fuck. I came out flat. I was just lying to myself. I was fucking Bruce Buffer. You know, I'm taking the whole UFC fucking yeah, yeah, thing yeah. in. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like, if for me it was just like my shorts were too big. I'm fucking, my weight cut sucked. Like, it was just like, <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm, I'm fucking, I'm meant to lose today. You know what I mean? But when I went out for Sam Stout and I'm like kind of tense in the back, I'm ready. I'm watching him warm up. A guy I idolized growing up. Yeah, you know what I mean? Great fighter, yeah. And Mark goes, yo, just go out. He literally said that, what we just said. Go out there, have fun. Let everything out of the trunk. Leave everything out of the trunk. And I went out there and he hit me with a jab. And I said, I'm good. I'm good. And then the, my next two fights, I didn't respect my opponents enough. To where it like got fire in me because I'm like these dudes are pussies like I'm gonna fuck these dudes up, right. and I let them fucking beat me by holding on to me. You know what I mean? Because yeah. like if you watch any of my losses besides Johnny K's, like I never get beat up in any of my fights. I might get caught in a bad position or whatever, but beat up never. I'm very good on not getting hit. Right. You know, right. but those two like I think every fight just it depends yeah. depends who you're fighting right. depends the build up. You know, like the Casey got me hot. You know, like he was talking a lot of shit, trying to get in my head. We got into it at Wayans. So, like, that fight, I was loose, but I was too loose because I didn't respect him. Gotcha. You know? When I fought Sam, I was loose, but I was fucking on it. Like, I saw his fucking every jab. I saw every movement. I saw his shoulders. Like, I was just lasered in, you know? And, my, and mindset is such a big fart. Fart, big part of fighting. Did you fart? I might. If I do, we're gonna light it on camera. Okay, you light it for for those things I did to your mom. But anyway, <laughs> anyway, mindset, right? Like the day you wake up, like this morning, I woke up. I wasn't in a good mood. It's gotta right. happen to people on fight days too. That plays absolutely say plays such a part in in the fight game. I mean, right? look at Cerrone. You know, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. look at Cerrone. Like he's. He there's no gray air with him. He's hot or cold, right. you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, he it's, he's notoriously known for getting super nervous, nervous yeah. throwing up, and and that's got to play. I mean, I'm bro, sure, and, and I'm sure that moment to fight McGregor, the biggest stage. I mean, that yeah. doesn't get bigger than that, right? But if he and does maybe it, that's why he just true, you know, laid an egg. But if he does it every fight, why does he shine so amazing in some fights? Yeah, you're right. I I don't know. I really don't know. Listen, right. at the no end of the consistency, we we yeah. do this so much. You know, we're training yeah. in and out. We bro, we're we're in fucking 15, 20, 30 fights before we get to the fight. Right. You know, every fucking uh, sparring yeah. Yeah. is a is a fight, bro. We we don't spar light, bro. It's not. We're not playing tip for tap. Yeah. You know what I mean? We're uh, fucking yeah. fighting. Okay. And sometimes by the time you get to there, you you fucking peek out or whatever, and you just. Everything's perfect, yeah. but you just don't feel like fucking fighting today. I, I, you know, I think you need to have a routine, though. That that's why, like, like you said, dude, some people sometimes you just have a bad day. Yeah. Well, you may wake up and I feel like I'm in the bartender. Or 
Lou. Yeah, yeah, well, he's like, hold up. Oh, don't real, get, don't real, get carried real, away. Real quick, uh, Pat Sweeney, uh, we got to shout you out, brother. You you provided us with ship dip today. I've never had it, but ship it's, dip. it's, it's going sheep down dip, smooth. Bro. Sheep, sheep dip, bro. Oh, ship, ship, sheep, whatever. You made me think I was drunk. I'm like, ship, <laughs> ship, ship. I've Where never, the fuck uh, is it silent? I've never. <laughs> <laughs> ship dip. <laughs> I'm drunk. <laughs> one E is silent. It's cheap. Guys, one e. <laughs> guys, leave your phones on tonight, all right? Hey, both of you leave your phones <laughs> yeah, on. Yeah. Here we, he's going to Uber black his way out of here. <laughs> sheep, sheep dip. dip. I got his name well, right. Why are you staring at the bottle, bro? You're about to like, look about the it's deep, a, deep it's, a, it, it's a sheep dip, but it's a fucking... Uh, it's a sh- a it's not a sheep. It's a... No, sheep. It's a goat. Fucking, no. It's a like a vampire goat. It's a velociraptor. What? Oh, yeah. I don't know. See? I'm confused. What's up there, Sweeney? What's up, sir? <laughs> what's, the, <laughs> what's the creative mind behind this? Because that's a fucking ram goat. <laughs> it's a sheep dip, bro. That's what it is. It's a sheep dip? It's a sheep that's dip. That's a sheep, sheep dip? Whatever, bro. Whatever you just said it. sheep dip, too. Oh, there's, oh. Your, there's your song. So I don't Sierra, know what you remember we were talking this? about. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, sidestep. Let's sidestep here for a minute. So one of our uh, go-tos here on uh, the... Champ and the Tramp is to talk about losing our virginity. Would you like to? Would you like to join? We've we've all done <laughs> every guest we've had, except for Marlon because we didn't think you'd be able to understand it. We didn't. We didn't go with Marlon. <laughs> what did he say? That was pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> he said, "What did you say? That was fucking hilarious." Oh, I was dying hair? in my car. But his yeah, <laughs> said something yeah, about yeah. his yeah. Yeah. my heckard. Yeah, <laughs> he goes your haircut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Marlon actually, he was on my podcast too oh, was he? before he fought uh, great Henry. Dude. Great dude. And uh, we actually got like, bro, we were on there for like two and a half hours. Just like ta- he was talking about Brazil a lot, you yeah, know, like where yeah. he came from, how he developed, you know. And bro, he's, he's great. such he's a great da- on there. yeah, he's such a down to earth. Like, yeah. it's incredible, man. It's, it's funny to like that people hate him out there. You know what I mean? Oh, who hates you? No, like fighters. Oh. You know what I mean? Oh, like right. guys oh, talking right. shit. Like it's an ego thing. But no, like, nobody talking. They're just talking shit to fucking for the part of the game. Come well, on. It's, it's a fucking. It's the game. You know what I mean? But yeah. I'm like, bro, this dude's the nicest guy in the world. Like he, re- he reminds me of Mike Tyson in that he's the baddest motherfucker on planet Earth for those 20 minutes he's in right. the ring. But then you talk to him, he's like, "Hi guys." Yeah, Mickey Mouse voice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's funny because when he first came. They barely spoke. Like Edson never fucking. Spoke. Marlon always talked, bro. He did. But he, the he, better Marlon's English he learned, he would never shut the fuck up, bro. <laughs> yeah. He was always talking. He's a he talker, would, and he's good he's conversation. Great. Like yeah. he likes to learn. You know, he, he likes he to wants learn. To do a, he's gonna do a Portuguese podcast. Thing. Is it really? Oh, yeah. really? Good yeah. for him, man. Yeah. We'll fly down there. Yeah, hell yeah. That's fucking awesome. I'll uh, I'll translate for you, Roger. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what was the question again? What was the question? What was the I I was shouting out Sweeney? Oh, virginity, oh, virginity, oh, yeah, yeah. virginity. Oh, yeah. what, what was his name? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what's funny? I actually talked about this the other day because I I lost. So I, I had a girlfriend when I was twelve years old, and we were gonna have sex. Right? Wait a minute! Don't do the Todd Frazier. No, don't no, be no. Like a, I can't tell you about the, the first, first girl. No, no, I'll tell no. you about the sixth girl. No, no, I right. so I dated this girl when I was twelve years old, okay. and I fucking. Learned how to eat pussy. She sucked my dick. Wait, 12 like, years old? Yeah, swear to God. Yeah, I've, I've always been like a fucking hornball, bro. Why am I such a late bloomer? I was man. 13. I thought that was young as I fuck. Was 15, I think. So, it's <laughs> fucking Maine. So, we're, such a prude. we were always known as like the couple <laughs> that was like, oh my God, yo, Frank like, and Michaela, like, they fucking. Michaela, you're saying names? Whoa. Damn, bro. I don't give a fuck. 
Fuck, she knows Damn. what's up. She knows what's up. She's like married kids. Like, yeah, exactly. Her husband. Does her husband know what's up? <laughs> yeah, he does. Now. He does. He's gonna now. Yeah, he does know what's up. They got two kids. He knows what's up. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> fucking. So we were fucking around, and I'm like, yo, you trying to, like, it's been like, I don't know however long you're trying to do this. I'm like, she's like, yeah. So she goes and lays in the bed and whatever. <laughs> I'll never forget this, Ron. I go well, in the bathroom. She lays in the bed while you're yeah, doing I what? go in the bathroom to put the condom on. <laughs> I put it on, bro, and we just panicked. And we were just like, we're not trying this ever again, bro. <laughs> Completely aborted it, bro. I went in the backyard. I dug a hole. I buried the condom. No, <laughs> buried the evidence. Damn. <laughs> I swear to God, her mother ended up finding it. Like a month later. Finding it? How the fuck do you find a buried condom? I swear to God, bro. A condom detector? I swear to God, bro. I swear to God. But when I finally did lose my virginity at 15, it was a uh, 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 a neighbor down the block. I lived down here already. A neighbor down the block. They were uh, older. They're not saying that name, huh? What? <laughs> not saying yeah, that I, name. No, I really don't even remember her name. To be honest, it was my neighbor from down the Dude, block. Come on, your first time, you don't remember. I okay, swear to God, I, I swear to God, I, I, I can I, tell I, you what I, she looks like. I just don't remember her name. Maybe uh, Brianna, maybe. Seems about right. Well, I know anyway, a, I know my friend Brianna. Jess that lived down the block. She was two or three years older than me. That always uh, hung out. Always had a bunch of people at her house. So that's where I learned my fucking learned about weed. But I'm getting fucked up at her house. You know, like she, I was like the the young kid. You know, from down the block. Her cousin was living with her, cute little fucking girl. She was like 25 or 26 at the time. She would come over and hang out. We'd ride quads together, whatever. And then one day, bro, it wasn't like I was losing my virginity. No, she fucking like raped me, bro. She threw me on a bed. How old was she? She was like 25 or 26. And you were 15. I was 15. Had a boy. Had a boy. Yeah. And I didn't even know what the fuck I was doing, bro. I was just, I've watched enough porn in my life at that point. <laughs> you know, I was like. Holding my back, you know, <laughs> just throwing it in. I'm like, yeah, you fucking like that, you know? And I'm a fucking 75 pounds soaking wet trying to fucking lay this chick down. And that's how I lost my virginity, bro. She fucking raped me. I got that's yeah. You, yeah. Should, you probably could rape, like, statutory rape. I guess I could. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like everybody's pulling charges nowadays. That's like yeah, that's Maybe her name too. was Brianna. Me too. Me too. <laughs> me, me too, bro. Yeah. But that was, uh, yeah, that was my fucking virginity story, bro. Yeah. And then after that, it's never stopped. Oh, well, how do you explain the little uh, hippie beads on your wrist? Yo, so my <laughs> sister, my older sister, Bianca, shout out to my sister. She always uh, gives me gifts of, like, positive vibes. Okay. And, and uh, this is called Karma Luck. It's, uh, it's actually, like, bracelet's like 100 bucks, But it's got, like, the devil's eye on it, uh, a bunch of shit. So, like, uh, you, why, a Buddha. What, what do you mean the devil's eye? So this bracelet is basically supposed to give you positive vibes and defend all the negative bullshit that's around you so you hit people with the devil eye yeah just fucking devil eye I'm real <laughs> quick you know like the snake eye fucking snake eye like the snake eye snake eye snake eye I got, I got all the eyes <laughs> <laughs> yeah but so she gave me this and I don't know I fucking every, anybody that gives me a gift I keep it forever that's just how I am I can never get rid of a fucking gift you give me a fucking pen I will keep that pen like, forever. I, yeah, I am not like that. that no, at she all. she bought it. <laughs> oh, she bought it. She bought it. Yeah. I was gonna say she got me. I'm little so bit glad she bought she this, bro, because she always buys me fucking furniture, and I have a two bedroom apartment. I got furniture in boxes from fucking four years ago yeah, yeah, yeah. because I can't get rid of it because I feel bad, and she just keeps buying because me fucking furniture. 
Furniture? So, what is, is that? Like furniture that you have fun on? <laughs> no, 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 no. I wish. I wish. No, I, you know how many fucking coffee tables and fucking bar stools? I think he's making fun of the way you pronounce it. No. Furniture. <laughs> furniture. Oh, furniture. It's That's furniture. <laughs> Furniture? Furniture, not furniture. There's an R the in there. What the fuck you mean, furniture? Did I, did I say furniture? Yeah. Yo, give me a replay, Lou. <laughs> give, me a, give me a fucking replay. Are we not on that yet? That's that you, the DJ. Can you guys sponsor these fucks already so we can get uh, some yeah. fucking replay in here? <laughs> Somebody, sponsor these guys. We can get fucking three camera views so listen, and replay. So listen, one, one Oak Events is... One of a kind events. Yeah, so okay. One Oak events. Everybody's like, "Oh, are you compared to the club in the city?" No, but you can put us in the same sentence. That'll help us out. All but right. One Oak events is my acronym. So I wanted to develop a company that not just one, like did one thing. I wanted a company that did everything, and I wanted a universal name that wasn't solidified to somebody. It no. wasn't Suavemente Entertainment or Frankie Perez Entertainment. No, it's one of a kind events. Right. So we do entertainment production and event planning. Now, when you say one thing, you do everything. What 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 would be one thing? Like just just weddings. You don't do just yeah. Weddings. Like you there's do, just like, DJ do... companies out there. Oh, just man. DJ weddings. Right, right. You know, there's companies out there that just do mitzvahs, or there's companies out there that just do corporate events. We do everything, and we're like a one stop shop for everything. So. As far as other companies, oh, we're just DJs. So if you want to find a florist on your own, find a floor photographer. No, you we're we're a wholesaler uh, for everything. Uh, so we have over twenty uh, preferred partners in house that we work hand in hand with. So if you're calling to get married, I can book your whole wedding in house for you. You never have to make one phone call. Oh, that's so be convenient. I ba- I base my company off of convenience. You mm-hmm. know, it's it's like fast food. You know how convenient is fast your, food? You your, know your company on uh, Instagram. But one of one of kind of events, yeah. That's one oak. At, throw throw your Instagram. Yeah, right follow us. One oak uh, at yeah. one oak events. And and you're all Jersey. You do New York. You do PA. Anywhere. Yeah. Anywhere. I'm, I leave Sunday for a corporate event in Orlando. Oh wow. Yeah. Now how do you? What do you got your equipment all all that stuff? There? I have a satellite company in Miami now. Oh really? Nice. Yeah. Oh, that's great. But uh, even if I go like last. February, I, the month of February, I was in Costa Rica doing two weddings. Oh, wow. I was in Phoenix doing a wedding, and then I was in Orlando doing the same event that I got on Sunday. So I find satellite companies that, you know, I give them a call, I give them a rider. It's, that's the fucking list of equipment that I'm going to need. Find out they're a legit company, and they're not going to fucking scam me. Yeah. You know, I do my research, and then we ride out. Well, not for nothing. Cool. Sounds like you're extremely busy with that, and it's a success, which is great. I'm so happy for you, but... How are you gonna do fights this year? You you, you say you're gonna do. Fights. I have I have everything in line that I want to do. Yeah. yeah. the The biggest thing that uh, of starting any company is you got to be in people's faces. Yeah. You know, and people want to work with you. You start a fucking uh, company, people want Roger. Totally. You know, agree, you yeah. start a company, people want Frank. Yeah. That's why you know Nicotones. People go to Nicotones. Why? Because Nicotones there every day. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He's teaching the classes. Like people want to see Frankie Perez at one of a kind of events. But now I'm developing a team. You know, to where now they're creating their own brand. And that, oh, it's okay that Frank's not there. You know, now I got Jason. Now I got John. Now I got Renata. You know, like, now I got other people that have the same passion. You know, they might not run my business the way I want it ran. Nobody will because it's your fucking business. But they have the passion for it. People don't understand. In the entertainment industry, it's like any other industry. There's some people that are passionate about what they do, whether they're fucking selling stocks or whether they're fucking racing cars. Mm-hmm. Some people are passionate about what they do and love it and would do it for free. And then there's other people out there that are just in it for the fucking money. And then just in, they'll fucking take your heart out just to fucking make that buck. My question, though, is how do you spread that passion? Because you have to be passionate about fighting to win fights. You do. How do you spread that passion around that much? I mean, can, can you spread yourself that thin and be good at that many things? 
Yeah, you know why? Because not um, that I don't want to see you fight, bro. I watched, no, 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 no. I, 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 I get what you're saying, and I, and I, I won't. Fight. I probably I could have fought yeah. plenty of times already, but I'm not gonna fight just to fight. Right. You know, I'm gonna do it right. I'm gonna get back get back to my routines. You know what I mean? Like, believe it or not, I've been I I I I've been working out just because I don't post it on Instagram mm-hmm. and shit. Like, yeah. I, I started going to current. Mm-hmm. Um, but like these last couple, the beginning of the year, every year is always busy for me for with corporate events. Mm-hmm. So after this week, it slows down. I get, you know, I open up the Zumba studio and I'm kind of just chilling. Where you open that up? And how? Wow, yeah, a lot of people don't know. But uh, it's a Zumba, yoga, and bar. A lot of people know now. Yep. Zumba, yoga, and bar studio. Uh, bar? It's called. What do you mean bar? It's it's a bar class. It's like people, uh, people still doing Zumba. Yeah. Big what? Zumba's big. Bro, it's Yoga huge. Is huge. I thought Zumba was dying. Bro, it's big. and it's is growing. It? Really? It's like a fucking cult. I feel like it's something great. new it's a lot comes of fun. out every five years. Something new comes out, and we got to do that, bro. Let's do a Zumba class. Will you do a Zumba class? Uh, I'll do a hot yoga class. I don't know about Zumba. Hot yoga. Now we're in. You, you do hot yoga too, right? Yeah, I'll I like hot, hot yoga. yoga. I'll do that. Yeah, I'll probably die, but I'll do it. Ah, you'll be all right. No, that that the uh, my yoga girl wants to get you in there. Yeah. Let's do that for, for one, She's one good little, too. One I hear. Kids. I hear a lot of good things and about yeah, her. She she trains at Ricardo. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. She's cool. But um. So yeah, we're gonna do all that. It's called Ignite. I like it. My marry your mind, body, and soul. I like it. What's it called again, sir? Ignite. Ignite. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, my because we want to base it off, you know, obviously the physicality <laughs> to to the whole thing, but obviously like it's a lot of women, right? Mm-hmm. You know, so building them up, building their confidence. And then on the weekends, we want to have like wellness classes of like women speakers and There's whatnot. A lot, of, a lot of women in the class. It's all women. Yeah. Oh, it's most only of, women? It's, it's, no, it's not only women. Guys can go too. There's probably like five right, or let's six do that. Guys. Let's do that tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bro, it's a lot of fun, bro. The, and the way we're setting the, the, the spot up, it's like, it's almost like a club. You know, we got fucking lights. <laughs> we have a DJ booth. Like, it's all like kind of uh, modern rustic. We got a wood paneling uh, wall. You know, it's it's gonna come out fucking dope. Um, yeah, Dude. exactly. Same, yeah. almost yeah. the same color. <laughs> almost the same color. Swear oh, to God. Nice. But it's uh, in, in color right now. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's dope. It's not like a fucking gym you walk into and it fucking stinks. You know, it's right. it's it's set up very very cool. I like you it. You know, I like it. And it was just something that got dropped on my lap. Yeah. It was a small investment. And I said, yeah, let's so fucking ride with it. It's in your wheelhouse, kind of? Yeah, you know I mean? yeah. You're a business partner. You're not... You're not, you're not Zumba instructing over no, there. No, no, yeah. no, no. So my Zumba instructor just watch that. Yeah, my Bro, girl... You probably could z- instruct. I probably could. A, a lot of people have been asking me. Because like, yeah. we haven't announced it yet. It's kind of still like mm-hmm. under the radar. Like, But I, I don't mind talking about it because yeah. i got to get the word out a little yeah, bit. Yeah, there you know? go. So uh, my girl Gina is a phenomenal. Uh, she's one of my very, very good friends. I'm friends you with her husband, your Hector. Girl, no, no, no. It's okay. my boy Hector's wife. Okay. Um, Do you have a girl? No. Okay. I'm single. Single. All right. All right. But uh, I'm out here. Hit I'm out DMs. here. I'm out here. But uh, so she's phenomenal, bro. She's got a great following. She's awesome. Uh, she's all about like pushing pot. She's got a blog about like pushing positivity and Mm -hmm. you know loving yourself and just you know being a happy fucking person bro people don't fucking realize like happiness is free being a nice person is fucking free it's not that hard you know like you don't always have to be a fucking shithead last time i checked being a dick don't cause nothing either brother (laughs) (laughs) it is it is harder than for some people listen we're just talking about mindsets and you know how people are wired. It it is a struggle for some people. It is. It is. I went through about with depression, and I've never been a depressed guy, and I couldn't find a way out. Yeah. So it just it 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 depends on your mindset. Whereas maybe my situation happened to somebody else, and they would have put it on cruise control and busted right through it. You know, you you sounded like you dealt with some 
some mental you know games there for a bit and Frankie seems to be the exception to the rule where I'm not saying he doesn't have a bad day but he's got a mental even Rogan said it you, by the way shout out to Frankie he did uh, Joe Rogan about a week ago yeah um, so check that yeah. out if you have a chance but uh, you guys were talking about mental toughness yeah. some people are just it doesn't mean you're a I don't consider myself a pussy, but maybe I struggle mentally with some things that other people maybe don't. I think some mm-hmm. people do. I think some people carry it different ways and, right. uh, and deal with it different ways. Yeah, you know, um, I, I get in funk sometimes. You know, obviously, after I lose a fight, that's probably the worst thing, you know. Probably the worst funks I've been in, you know. Or, you know, you're, you have bad days with your fam- a family member or something or some traumatic event in your family, stuff like that. But for the most part, I, I've been getting funks. Like, I, you ever get in a funk? You don't even know why? You're like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm in a funk, funk. I don't even know why. Yeah. all the time. Yeah. But like, I, you know, I know it's like, it's like an ebb and flow, right? Like, yeah. There's up and down. You just got to stay middle line as much as you can. That's how I try to stay. I feel like when I'm, when I'm down and I have those off days, which everybody does, I probably have them more than most, I try not to be as verbal. I try not to push yep. it. I try not... I'm going to get through it. Not that I think for really depressed people getting through things and holding it in is a way. That's not what I'm advocating here, but I try not to be as verbal. I try not to promote negativity. But when I have those good upswing days, which I think I have more than negative days for sure, that's when I try to be more verbal and and push it and say, hey, listen, you know, go hug a stranger. You know what I mean? And I think if everybody did that, you know, you, you, you'd find more. Well, probably talking is probably something you probably, you're not talking because you don't want to because you are in a, in a funk. But you should but probably be. talking but is what are, you probably need to do. That, that's that's what I was, was going to say. People. You've, you've seen them. Listen, well, I, well yeah. We, well, I've, maybe not talking I've to social media. Them, I've weeded them all out of my life at this point as far as my inner circle goes. But there are those people that sit at their cubicle at work and talk about how much they fucking hate life yeah. and they hate and I can't stand reading that shit so I never want to be that person you know bro I, I, I'll, I'll be honest I, certain people you know we're all cut from a different cloth right you know we all have our own shit and you know you were dealing with depression a lot of people that deal with depression don't even I didn't even know what depression was I just right. thought it was sad all the time right, right, you know right, what I mean right, like right. that that was that's the first problem you know knowing what the fuck but that that's what I do when I when I used to get in my funks I would be like wouldn't talk to nobody right. if I had my girl she'd be like yo where the fuck you go right and I was just like yo I'm in a funk I know how to get out of it and right. yada, yada yada but now if I get in a funk I talk about it I'm I'm in Good. I'm fucking out and I'm back on my fucking horse, and here we fucking go. Good. You know what I mean? No, I, you know, I, I feel like I'll be part in a of the f- reason I like doing this is because this gives me the format to do that. Right? Yeah, you well, you have to, you have to, yeah. you have to believe in what you're preaching too. Right. You know, like, like you can't be sitting here and like talk to yourself in the fucking mirror. Right. Write it down on a fucking piece right. of, and then you go home and you're motherfucker. You're just being a hypocrite because you're not even doing it yourself. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. But, I, but I, like you know, like I said, I've been in a funk, but I don't think I've been depressed like people that really get depressed are. And I don't know if any of us have, because right. some people get depressed to the point where they fucking they kill themselves. Yeah, they kill themselves, or right. they do something, you know, some crazy shit, or right. think the worst stuff, you know. Right. So that I, I, I can't, I can't relate to to that because I just don't know what it feels like. Right, 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 certain, right. certain, like, like when when people are addicted to drugs, mm-hmm. I can't relate to that. Yeah, but I know I it's a, it's a no disease, way. but yeah. it is it is a fucking disease. Mm-hmm. I've seen people that are good people get addicted to drugs and they can't get off it. They want to get off it, they can't. So something's up with that. But I can't relate to it because I'm not I'm not, I don't have I'm not an addictive yep. personality. I'm I don't want, I don't want to get into that debate the disease not disease because that could go on for forever and people are forever, but. I never ever called it that. I don't view it that way because the first time you do it, it wasn't a disease; it was a choice. So you know, correct. That's how I, but dude, I just feel like I, they're very weak-minded people. Yeah. That's how true, I see it. True, but I've seen some people that I don't think are weak-minded and still get caught up in it. 
But they like, chose to do but, it the first time they did it. True, true. But like, look at like, uh, like dude, like Brett Favre, bro. He's a fucking pretty. Yeah. I imagine he's a pretty mentally strong guy. He got through it, but he had a fucking problem where he had it. The drugs are supposed like they're designed for you to get addicted to them. Right. So no, they do what they're supposed to do. <laughs> you know what I mean? No question. But I think unless you're a complete the, moron, you I, you have to know. When you're looking at whatever cocaine, whatever the drug you're, I agree. You, I know. I do you have listen, to be like, listen. listen there's uh, a chance that this could suck me in, but I'm uh, going to take that chance. Right. No, everybody, no, 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 we no, all, no. we all. I did it. Everybody I'm dabbles. I, I, listen, I'll tell you. I think there's some people that could do stuff, do drugs, but occasionally you don't here and there. find it out no, no, until no, you do it. No, no, no. no. Listen, I'm there, no. Well, yeah, true. You're right. You don't right. find it out until yeah, you do you're it. Right. But I do think there's some people that just can and not be addicted to anything. Correct. Yeah. And there's some people that just agree. Fucking are going to be chasing that high. I agree. Moderation. Bro, I, I fucking, when I used to party and go to festivals, bro, I used to love Molly. Yeah. Fucking Molly. Everybody was like, yo, you do drugs? I'm like, no, I don't do drugs. I do Molly. Well, like, that's what I fucking do. And I not, fucking if, love if it. you got good Molly, I don't know if it was good, but it supposedly was, it's not it's not that bad for you. No, it's, it's if you get the purest form, we were. I mean, we, it comes in a yeah. crystal oh, form. Yeah. You oh, know yeah. what I mean? Like, he knows see, crystal see, form talk, is fucking, this fucking degenerate in a basement over here trying to fucking tell me. I got it from fucking Johnny, Johnny fucking Wojak. Get the fuck out of here. Just because I bought in a fucking porta potty doesn't mean <laughs> yeah, anything, bro. Yeah. It's high, but anyways. High quality for a porta potty. But like, I've never touched cocaine. I've never touched acid. I've never touched any of that. But fucking, I loved Molly, but I knew I can cut it off. Yep. You know, I was never like, I need that. Never, yeah. never. I fucking no, smoke so, weed. Like, but, all right, but that's I smoke, not, I don't. But, that, but that, that's a mentally addicting drug. Weed's a gateway drug. It's not physically drug. addicting drug. Weed? Where, like opium, like opium is a physically addicting drug. Like right. you, you, your body gets dependent upon it. Right. You know what I mean? So that that you know. Listen, I'm gonna educate both of you. I grew up, I was born in seventy five. I lived through the eighties. Nancy Reagan. Nancy Marijuana Reagan. Marijuana is a gateway drug. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they used to say. She gateway did. to uh she did say that. Cold pizza. Yeah, I don't know man. It, it, uh, you know what it's it's ice. It, underneath. Yo, it, it's crazy I, how I, I level for you. It, <laughs> it's crazy how the development of of weed. You know, like yeah. when we were younger, it's like all these fucking people that smoke weed. Oh, they're gangsters. They're bad people. It's like, oh, you do you smoke weed? You do. You're you're fucking on the devil's list, right? <laughs> and then now it's like, oh, you smoke like you're fucking. Yeah, you're all right, bro. Probably you're, you're, you're the fucking G. Probably because your parents were telling you that, though. You know what I mean? For the I, most part, I, I just think it's you know who who you're around well, too. It was the, you stig know? It was the stigma. It was the back stigma. Then. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's still that stigma is kind of still around a little bit. Yeah. You know, you don't think like that because you, you know, you were a little bit more hip to it, I guess. Right. You kind of know know what it's about. But there's people that, that have never smoked weed, and they think that people that smoke weed, if you smoke weed, you're, you're like tripping and doing dope, and, and yeah. You know, it's just, but it's it's not that way. If you've done it before, you kind of you, you well, realize there's, that there's more information out there now, and and there's science to it. There's research. Right, well, I mean, you know, dude, it's they, they sell fucking CBD and Exxon and drugstores and Wawa. Right. You know what I'm saying? So right. it's like it's CBD it's changed my mother's life, bro. And yeah. my mother fucking never touched a drug in her fucking life. But what was her problem? Was she has my so my mother has uh, lupus. Oh wow! Uh, but she also suffered. You know, she's been on diabetic medication for over twenty something years. You know, high blood pressure, and she's never. You know, I talk, I I went and got her the CBD. I happened. I was in Orlando, uh, Naples, doing an event, uh, a wedding, and I happened to walk into my hotel, and they were having a guy comes up to us. And goes, hey, you guys want to come to our CBD seminar? I just heard about it. You know, I'm like, all right, whatever. I didn't go to the seminar, but I was like, give me some info. She's telling me all about it. I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll buy a bottle. I'll bring it home to my fucking mom, you know? Put my mom on it, bro. And then literally, 
year, one year to the date, my mom, no more fucking uh, diabetic medication. No wow. more. No more fucking high blood pressure. Wow. Best number she's ever had. My mom called me up crying. She's been on that medication for over 20 years. Wow. Has the feeling in her hands because lupus, you, you yeah, tend to yeah, lose yeah. the feeling in your hands. No, no issues wow, with that's that. That's amazing. My mom fucking lives off CBD now, bro. And now, you know, FDA just came out. I mean, yes. I read this saying yes. CBD is not good yes. for you. I'm like, are you fucking. Of but, course. But Oxycontin. Of course. And codeine and yeah. all other shits. That's FDA of approved. Of course. Of course, bro. It's a fucking money thing, bro. Absolutely. It's a money thing, Absolutely. you know? Most, like, most they're making are. more most money off of fucking, you know, uh, addicts than they are fucking people getting healed. You need yeah. people to be sick to yeah. fucking in order to make money, you know? You think they're not going to find the cure for cancer? They found it a fucking hundred years ago. Exactly. You know? Yeah. But they're not going to bring it out. They need people to fucking die or be sick and be, you know, these doctors. Let me give die, you. Bro. Let me give you my counter to that. And we I think listen, people to die. I think. They what will, we all need people to die. Yeah, otherwise I we'd guess, overrun yeah. this planet. Not right. <laughs> I'm, I'm joking. But no, it, think it's about a it. In money. a century, we'd overrun this planet if nobody died. But right. probably less. I don't know. I didn't do the math on that. But, <laughs> <laughs> but well, so now I totally lost my train of thought. Oh, um, CBD. Um, I hear that it's because I work with a CDB, uh, CBD company. I hear that it's no longer going to be called because of federal regulation CBD oil because it's just. It's almost impossible to regulate it because there's so many startup companies. They're going to call it cannabidiol oil, which is what CBD stands uh, for. Cannabinoid. Cannabidiol. Cannabidiol. Cannabidiol oil. Cannabinoid is in CBD. Yeah. Cannabidiol no, oil. Cannabidiol. The D Cannabidiol. Dial. Sound it out. Sound it out. But what is that? What is dial? Can I buy a vowel? This is where we need a screen and look up and everything. We're gonna do that. We should do Lou. Research. We should put the screen right there. Right. We should put the screen right there. There you go. Yeah. Work that out. Hey, get the because we all look like a bunch of idiots. B. So cannabidiol. Cannabidiol. What is cannabidiol? I'll take it for a thousand now. <laughs> I remember the first time I saw it was like a real, I don't know if it was a real sports or, or some documentary or, or um, Vice TV and like some parent had a kid that was having seizures yes. like yep. like so many a, 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 a month that it was like messing the nerves in her neck because she would get a seizure and fucking, you know, yeah. literally started taking CBD and would have one a month and she was having like 25 a day. Is that the one that got arrested? Because there was a, there was a mom like yeah, that I, I, that was giving her oil, marijuana oil, yeah. and it was never fucking had a seizure, and they arrested her for fucking drugging her kid. Wow, wow. There was a, a video. There's a there's a video. I wish you had the fucking screen. Get, can we get some sponsors in yeah, here? We need a. Can screen, we get some guys. fucking sponsors? Jesus. A TV, thirty two inches is fine. You can get it at Walmart <laughs> for <like> two ninety nine, <laughs> guys. Fucking. Uh, there was a guy. He had he had uh, Tourette's. That mm-hmm. you know, and bad, bro. You're watching this video. He's he's twitching and and frantically fucking moving. That he's sweating. Just wakes up in the morning, right? He's rolling his fucking J, and he's bugging. I drops it. He's bro. It's like a 12 minute video. Of him trying to roll a fucking blunt. He rolls the blunt smokes with it. with yeah. Finally well, smokes that's, it. That's maybe it, that's that's not cannabidiol oil though. Yeah. No no no. But listen, smokes the J. Within two minutes, guy goes, normal conversation. I'm telling you, like this, bro, fucked up. He was rolling it, though? Rolling it himself. <laughs> yeah, Damn, with no bro. problem. Bro, do it. He, he was trying to drink coffee, and he had a cup of coffee. Bro, he had maybe two sips of it, and you know, all the rest of it was on the floor. That's how bad he was shaking. Two minutes after fucking smoking his J? Bro, normal guy like us. Let's how do a podcast. You, how much would you get behind 
A Tourette's MMA fighter, though. I would. <laughs> I would so kill behind <laughs> that guy. Can you imagine that? It's has got to be one of Talk about, is, talk is, about is, feints. Is, Tourette's is... He's going to scream. He's screaming at you. <laughs> Yo, Mark would love that. He fucking... Mark, that's the fucking I fainter motherfucker right, right there. Listen, listen, listen. We're, we're cannabis... Canna... Oh, here we bedial, go. Bedial. I got it right. D-I-O-L. I don't know. Bedoil. Bedial is a photocannabinoid discovered in 1940. is one of 113 identified cannabinoids in cannabis plants and accounts for up to 40% of the plant's extracts. That is fucking amazing. There you go. Nothing That's about that, just the fact that you can read. <laughs> <laughs> CBD, bro. Cannabinoid oil. Uh, all right. There you go. He was Cannabis doubting oil. me. He wanted it to be. Hey, come on, yeah, bro. He was doubting me. He was only born 30 years after that was fucking created. <laughs> 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 it was good. <laughs> This uh, is good, bro. I'm fucking. Uh, I'm happy you guys have this fucking show going on. It's, it's good. It's, fun. it's growing. It's fun. Um, we started. You're talking, way ahead of me we too. I love talking it. about it shortly after we did your your podcast. We, well, yeah. I know you've been yeah. talking about well, it. Well, we were talking about it actually. Actually, I'm, actually, prior, you know, you know, yeah, you're right. Prior. I remember. I remember driving down 571 because yep. I would always see you sometimes yep. driving down it, and he drove past me, and I'm listening to a Rogan podcast, and I'm like, damn. He'd be a good guy to do a podcast. You text with. me when And I actually tit you up. Did you, you lock said, eyes you while you were driving? I got a text. Yeah. <laughs> Did you guys lock eyes? Probably a year <laughs> and a half. <laughs> yeah. Like a year and a half ago, I got a text from you one day and I said, yo, you, you ever think about doing a podcast? And I didn't know yeah. you meant with you. And I was like, yeah, yeah. what the fuck would I do a podcast? Like, I barely knew what a podcast was. But I didn't realize you were talking about doing it with you. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, no, not really. I mean, I never. <laughs> and then, that yeah, got, then like, oh my God, thanks. Then like months <laughs> went by. <laughs> This fucking guy's driving down, fucking seeing Roger, Joe Rogan's, yeah, fucking marijuana. Do you believe in magic? <laughs> Roger, Frankie, podcast, let's go. Boom, done. Hey, it was fate. It was fate. <laughs> it was. And I'm the gay one. <laughs> I mean, you looked the part. Hey, there's nothing wrong with that, though, by the way. Listen, no, if any no, girl no. wants to think Listen, I'm gay, I'm, I will wrong be your that. gay friend, and you will find out very quickly what happens. There you go. It's cool that's, though. That's that's like a, that's a Me Too moment right there. Hey, it is what it is. It's only Me Too if they hate it. Mm. Do they call you Five Finger Frankie too? <laughs> was I do of, got a lucky was, pinky that, though. That was the name of his. What happened to pinky? Oh shit! That's my lucky that? pinky, bro. Jeez, that's the bro. old hooker. Mm. What happened to that thing? I was in a jiu-jitsu tournament that actually. Pinky I wish I had a, I wish I had a sick story, but I was in a jiu-jitsu tournament and, and dislocated. And, and someone submitted you? No. <laughs> it dislocated. That 26-year-old you were with shoved that thing in her ass <laughs> and then she clenched on you. Virginity motherfuckers. <laughs> no, uh it just got dislocated in a tournament years ago and I kept I was in the middle of a match and I would just pull it, pop it back in and continue my match and it would pop yeah. out like six times until like it fucking started hurting. And then uh, I just never put a splint on it. So Can you lucky. even drink a martini finger. properly? No. Nah. Oh, you got a fucked up finger. Too. I f- this finger I can't straighten out. Oh, shit. That's like my Corey's finger upside my down. Are bad. Can we have a brief Damn, one? bro. You got fucked up. Yeah. What the fuck, bro? Which one? Which one? I, this one is a new one. You actually. got moose got knuckles. Oh, shit. Yeah, look, look at that. that. It's like, goes like it's when, when, when I, I, Renee's favorite finger. Yeah, look, look, look. Like, not that. I didn't yeah, work. I work. It's more like. <laughs> Can we talk about the door on the porch when we walked in? Oh, it man. said, "It said, yeah, what's up with fuck that, bro? this family or something on it?" And I was like, "Whoa, what's up with that?" 
Yeah. This is part of being a parent <laughs> with kids that are almost preteens. <laughs> yeah, this yeah. My, and segue. My, my oldest son was a little upset with us because we grounded him and he wrote some stuff on his door. I saw that. And he wouldn't open his door and I got in the room. <laughs> and then the door is now on the front porch. The door is on the front porch. We have and a new door on a thing, but uh, and the he learned his lesson. Hopefully, he learned his lesson. Yeah. But if not, you know, it's growing pains. I guess that's it. You live to see another day. That's it. How about that? How about that? How how, how crazy is that? You know, like you broke his door or whatever. Like when I was younger and I got fucked up, I got fucked up. You know, like that's the bottom line. I and mean, like I, nowadays, I, I I threaten my kids like crazy. Right, and I I don't hit them. Right. I can't. I'm waiting for them I've to get a little bit. Spanked my kids ever, ever. I should might have spanked on a butt a little bit, but not nothing crazy. I, I, I mean, I threaten my kids, right? But I don't do shit. Right. So now they don't, the threats don't work anymore. <laughs> so, so in my house growing up, my mom was a disciplinarian. My mom was the one that would beat your ass. And I'm not anti. If that works for you, and you want to spank your kids, as long as you're not like, you know, beating the shit yeah, out of them. Yeah. Right. I don't, what, I, what, beating what, your kid. Right. Uh, whatever. Whatever works right, for you. Right, I, right. I just don't do it. But when I was a kid growing up. My mom was the disciplinarian. My mom was the one you feared um, because she came down with an iron fist and she would beat your ass. And you know, and I'm not saying my mom was a bad mom at all. She was a great mom. But on those rare occasions where you got so out of line that you needed your ass banged, my mom was the one that handed it to you and would kick the door in and shit like you did. My dad worked always late. And, you know, He didn't get home until after supper usually. He was building a business. And my dad would be the one that would just give you the look. My dad was not the disciplinarian. He wasn't. He wasn't even loud. Or I don't remember my dad ever spanking me. I remember one physical altercation with my dad when I was like a teenager in high school. But um, I came down harder on myself when I disappointed my father than when my mom was kicking my ass because it just I don't know something about disappointing dad. You know what I mean? Uh, so I want my kids to feel more that way. Um, you know, Jenny and I discipline a little differently. I know she, she's not scared to crack the whip and she's a good mom. I'm not saying she's not a good mom, but I would rather my kids be like scared to disappoint me or let me down right. and want to do the right thing more than, oh shit, he's going to fuck me up or, you know, fucking spank me or whatever. So well, I think it, it all depends <clears throat> on the household, bro, because right. like nowadays, like you get some kids that like yell back at their fucking parents or yeah. call them by their first name and shit like that. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm sitting there like, yo, yeah. Not in my like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying my parents did it right, and I'm not saying they did it wrong, but they had their way. And I think all my fucking siblings, we all were pretty, we're pretty normal fucking adults, responsible, pretty straightforward people. You know, like we're not shitheads, but like, man, my parents. If I call my dad by his fucking name, <laughs> are you kidding me? Are you or or throw a oh, fit man. in public? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, what? No. That's the tough that, one. That's the thing. That's like, the that, tough one because you can't you can't be the real parent you want to no, be in no. public. Well, that, that's what be. you hope. You hope like when your kid is with someone else's house or in but public. But I, I can tell they, you, they toe the line, and when, I'll deal with them home. But I'll I can deal. Tell, with them. But I, can, I don't want if I hear that they're being an asshole at someone else's I house and being you, rude and this and that. I will, as somebody who's taken your kid, at least one of them, yeah. and gone all day with them, they. It's not the same as it is in your house. No, They're right, perfectly right, yeah. well disciplined. No, I, I, yeah. They listen. They right. mind their people. As a matter right. of fact, I corrected both of our girls in the back seat one time because they were fighting over a doll or whatever, and they were whispering after that. They were still fighting, but they're like, it's my doll. You me. And so they, they listen, you know what I mean? Yeah. No, that, that's what you want. That's the biggest thing when you have kids. You want, you want, well, not the biggest thing. I mean, you want a lot from them, but you want to make sure they're not fucking being yeah. a dick at someone Somebody else's else house. Else. Right. You know? Right. If you're going to be a dick, I'll deal with it here. Just don't be too much of a dick. Right. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, everybody's different, man. Yep. Everybody's different, you know? And, and and it's crazy to to just think. It's like, 
I watch my brother raise his kids, you know, and he does a phenomenal job at it. But like iPads, you know, he's like, all right, you're going to cry. Here's your iPad. And I fucking, are you like, it's, I don't know, man. It's just, I think there's, there's, a, there's I mean, a time and a place. Yeah, time there's and a place. Time and like, a place. Say, you, know? you know what? I feel like save them for when you go out to dinner. Yep. That's the best time for the iPod. The kids are act up. Here's your iPad. Right. Let me eat my dinner. All right. That's the best time for iPad. Right. Here's, here's how that, I feel right. about right. parenthood. Every household is different, right? Every child is different. Everybody parents differently. What, what pisses? I don't want to say pisses me off because I don't want to let them win. But what, what gets under my skin is when other parents, short of neglect or malnutrition or abuse or something like that, another parent voicing their opinion over how you should parent. I feel, oh, like, I feel like saying, "Go fuck yourself" in yeah. front of my kids because they have no right. To, I would never do that to another. Never, parent, ever, never, uh, never, never. Every household is different. You know yeah, what exactly. I mean? And I respect however you raise your kids. Do not tell yeah. me how to raise mine. And on social media is the worst, bro. Oh, uh, everybody tells you how to raise your kid on social uh, media. Everybody. Yeah, you but say, you're, you call, you're a G, you bro. The Disney you're... moms, right? The Disney moms. Uh, yeah, that's what I call them, Disney moms. God. And that's not even a shot at Disney. I love Disney, but it's just Fuck that, Disney. It's, nah, <laughs> it's that hell of a... Sponsor. Nah, yeah, like we're going to sponsorship like there. I like Disney. <laughs> Who doesn't like Disney? Are you kidding me? But, um, I, I feel yeah. like Disney's got like a whole new hype to it right now, bro. I feel like everybody's at Disney now. I feel Fuck like Chris Aguirre. Chris Aguirre, Eddie Alvarez. Oh, he lay love you know why They're probably mad at me. Why everybody's going? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they just unfollowed you. Everybody's going because they got rid of the alligators. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Damn, dude, that's messed up, huh? That's that fucked up. Horrible, dude. Horrible. Probably, probably the most. And I, I wasn't trying to make light of that situation. It was just a general. Oh, joke, well, it was kind of funny. That's it. No, no, Peter, that. hitting you. Yeah, again. Peter. Peter. But that was one of the saddest things I've ever heard in my life. Truly, Man. truly. Dude, it, my, Chris, Chris goes all the time. He yeah. says, "Dude, people play on that beach all the time." Yeah, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah, that's Wait, what happened? The little kid got Oh, the kid. Oh, this is a couple years ago. Yeah. 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 Bro, I mean, that's fucked up. I couldn't imagine, man. I mean, like, that's why now, and not to be like this fucking, I'm not a fucking motivational speaker. I just, bro, I live my fucking life. I like to be a happy fucking person all the time. What happened, what transpired. You look beads. You look happy. Back up off my fucking beads. beads, You look like a. You want to wear them? You want to try them I out? Wanna you want to feel the power? You want to feel the fucking snake eyes? I get snake eyes. You want to feel the snake eyes? I noticed they're a lot smaller than the beads I bought for your sister. <laughs> <laughs> bro, you're just all in my family, bro. That's, that's why yeah, I, literally. That's why I haven't lived at home in fucking 10 years. <laughs> Those are Benoit beads. Yeah, fuck. Right? But, bro, you, you see shit like that, man, and it's like, you know, we we complain and we fucking talk shit to people and you get people that fucking on Instagram fucking yeah. yelling at you oh, and whatever, you know, and it's like, bro, who the fuck are you? Like, why are you taking time out of it to be negative? Like, why can't you just fucking live your life? Be, like, enjoy. And what happened last fucking week with fucking Kobe, bro? Oh, I was just going to bring that up. Bro, yeah. that's the, cr- like, listen, I'm not going to sit here and go, I'm a fucking dired Kobe fan. I'm the biggest bat. No, I'm not. What that shit impacted me, bro. I fucking cried like a fucking kid, I don't, bro. I, honestly, I, I'm gonna tell you this too. Like, I've been around, you know, lots of, you know, over the years, athletes and stuff like that. That one affected me a lot. Like, I was in LA. I was away from my family. I think those things also mattered. Right. But I was fucking emotional that day. I, I don't know. I, I couldn't explain it. I mean, I've never met Kobe. I was always definitely a fan of him. He's Everybody was. I, yeah. But I mean, as a competitor, like, I, I compete, you compete. Right. You kind of have that that similar you, you, similar uh, atch- whatever sim- similar mindset, and I just so respected how competitive that dude was, right. and like how he always called people soft and and shit like that, and he didn't respect people if they didn't play hard. That's definitely 
kind of the person I was. That's, you know, that's who gym, you are. Right? You know what yeah. I mean? And the I mamba tr- mentality. I, yeah, the mamba mentality. You know right. what I mean? And and I and I wasn't even like you know I, I loved watching him play, but I wasn't like a Lakers fan or a Col- nah. big Kobe. But but dude, I, that that one affected me. And then especially the fact that his daughter was on there. I was gonna and, say and the only thing I could think of is mm. like. That last moment, they're in a, a, exactly. like a room like this, and they, what do they do? Lock eyes? They grabbing her? Like I just can't. They probably didn't even imagine. panic. They so probably my, they probably went, <gasps> and then boom. I was gonna you know? bite off what you said, and you know, you went down. Not your dad, so you got it. You said it at the very end. But uh, so many people that I saw celebrities interviewed went down the road of what a legend he was. I didn't even give that a second thought. I didn't I, even think about him as a basketball player. My only thought when I heard that happen was. Him, did he lock eyes with his daughter yeah. right before that happened? And the terror, and like he he would have given up that whole career, every penny he ever yeah, made, right. just to have another day on earth. I, could, I can't get that out of my head. Now, th- this is another thing I was thinking of, which, you know, I don't know. Like, I, because, you know, you hear, like, how the fly, why were they flying? It was so foggy. I, I was, I was in LA and I was talking to Uber drivers. Everybody was talking about it when I was out there. And the guy's like, dude, this guy was like about my age. He's like, man, it hasn't been this foggy in LA since I was in high school. Right. He's like, no way they should have been flying, this and that, blah, blah. Everybody's but, always but, got the answers. No, I know, I know, I know, I know, of course. But now, supposedly, this, the, 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 um, the pilot was a real, really good and it was cocky. And I'm wondering, because I know how I am. Like, if I'm going to a wrestling tournament and it's snowing, or a wrestling practice, and it's snowing. My kids got to get there. I'm gonna be like, we're getting the fucking practice because mm-hmm. that's just how I was ingrained. That's how I, you know, right. you get the fucking practice. I'm wondering if Kobe was like, my guy said he could fly. We're making it to practice. I just right. wonder, you know, because he's that guy. He's that guy. Right. You know. Well, you never know, man. I mean, I mean you know, that's I, a lot of speculation, just, obviously, right, but right. I just can't imagine like just that being they, in the fucking helicopter, of, staring at your daughter. One of the things that 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 helicopter did not have, and if you saw it, it was a beautiful helicopter. So I'm surprised. But was the early warning system, the detection system, if you got close to a landmass, mm. it didn't have that on it. Well, this is what I heard too. Again, a bunch of hearsay. Uh, it was foggy. He was going too fast because it was. He cleared the one mountaintop. He was at fifteen, and then there was another mountain. It just was too so going too it, fast. Even if he pulled up, he wouldn't have made it. In my head, what killed me and what I, I visualize it: him locking eyes with his daughter before. In my head. That's what I see. But in reality, if it was that foggy, maybe there's a chance that nobody, nobody knew anything. Knew. Yeah. Maybe I, I nobody feel like knew nobody knew anything. Maybe they just, it was I over. feel like yeah. there was panic and there was blowing. It was, a, it was an explosion. If, I don't even know if panic happened. Right, right. My, boom. Yeah. My, my right. whole thing was, man, it's like, you know, all the families on there. I mean, yeah, you know, right, I, right. Like right, there was a, right. a, a, Dude, par- a parents, right. a parent with the daughter, and there's still a brother and, 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 and another two other daughter. kids at home. Correct. Yeah, and then it was the mother and her daughter, and then the other woman was the mentor to all three of the girls that played together. Oh, right, wow. but like somebody at that stature is like, you know, we look at these professional athletes, especially that guy like Kobe. Like, you know, I had two or three pairs of his shoes growing up, like the Kobe's. You know, the fucking ugliest basketball shoe you can buy, but everybody wanted the Kobe's. You know these superheroes that we look at them are, you know, they're they're people too. You at know what I'm saying? But like, the day, their last day on Earth is just like ours, yeah. just like everybody else's. Yeah. My whole thing was, you know, I lost a, uh, one of my best friends to a motorcycle accident. When I was 21 years old, and uh, when I went to the hospital and I saw him lying dead in front of me, it was the most fucked up thing ever. And I gave him a kiss on his forehead, and he was ice cold, and it was like it was unbelievable, right? And I've I'll never ever and the rest of my fucking living I'll never forget that vision but knowing that he was his body was there his body was okay right 
it took them I don't know how many hours to get to the fucking one acre fire, right? Right. So now Vanessa and all these other people have to, you know, accept these bodies or whatever. Like, what are they accepting? You know, like that. That's what fucking kills me. You know what I'm saying? At least if like they were in a make confirmation or or not. I mean, it's probably nothing for them to even. I I don't know. I've seen the scene of the. uh, There's just debris. Right. There was nothing there. That's what I'm saying, bro. It's like. You know, you're going to have a closed cat. Like, it, there's it's no like, closure, it, there's saying? no closure, mm. you know? Like, she can hug her, kiss him one more. It, it's fucked up, but at least, like, you got to smell him one more time, you know, touch them. You know, it's like, for me, I'll never have that closure because, you know, I was one of my dudes. Like, we just went to Applebee's the fucking week before mm. and bullshit. You know what I mean? Like, mm. we had that last, you know, uh, 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 whatever, uh, out outing, you know, like, what if they were arguing? Yeah, you know what I'm right. saying? Like, what yeah. if it's like, and now you're not gonna have that fucking that kills me, bro. I fuck. I'm telling you, I was watching video after video. I was crying like a fucking baby, bro. I, was like, I, I almost had to stop looking at it. I really yeah, did. yeah. Okay, yeah. Let me tell you a story. Um, similar, but not a famous person, so it would have never got the, you know, the highlights that this Kobe story got. But um, back home where I grew up, I won't say names, but uh, I'll say his first name, Mike. My friend Mike, really good guy. Um, a little bit older than me, had uh, well had uh, several children, but when I moved to Jersey, I think he had th- three at that point, three daughters. His oldest was in high school, and um, you know his, his fam- they're they're known to be you know a little rebellious, and I'm sure his daughter was a little bit too. But great people, great family, and they had, had an argument, <clears throat> and um, I don't again I don't know all the details of this, but she left. Um, and an argument had happened, and Mike went after her, and she got into one of her friend's cars, boyfriend, friend, whatever it was, and um, he took off after her. Well, they were trying to get away from my friend, the dad, and they blew an intersection, and a car T-boned them inside, and his daughter lost his life right in front of him. <clears throat> and I remember when that happened, I heard stories about you know my, my buddy Mike. I heard that he would just go to the cemetery in the middle of the night and pouring rain and just lay on a grave and just weep until... Eight o'clock in the morning, freezing cold, and I can't imagine as a father. I can't even imagine. And I remember, like, what do you do? I don't reach out to this guy when he loses a fight because I don't want to bother. Him. Right. What do I do in that situation? Do I what a text message? What the fuck do you do? Yeah. So I didn't know what to do, and for the longest time, I didn't do anything. And his the mother, his ex, reached out to me and said, "You know, you should you should talk to Mike. You should say something." So I called and I left him a voicemail, and he never called me back. And then. Um, Sure, maybe a year or two after that, we kind of rekindled our friendship. We never talked about it, but when I went through my shit, I talked to that guy a lot. Right. Oh, oh, sponsors! We need sponsors. Fuck was that? I tapped. It was on off this camera, right? It was off camera. Picture just fell All off right. the wall. Jesus Christ! Is but this I, a setup? Is it? Is it? Like, why? Because there's a Frankie fucking podcast out there. You want to have your own? You setting me up, don't bro? Don't lie, don't lie. He had one of those dildos that you stick to the wall. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it, it fell, it fell down. He was, he was saving it for later. <laughs> Rogers fucking butt beads back here throwing shit. But anyway, there's a guy that wasn't famous. Nobody would ever know his story. Right. Went through something, maybe worse because he's alive. He he still asked, and his last conversation was, you know, he was disciplining his daughter. You know, like any dad would do. But um, yeah, I talked to him a tremendous amount when I went through my shit because I said, if he can find a way. Certainly, I can. You know what I mean. Yeah, Certainly, I can. Man. You know, so I'll never forget being in driver's ed and uh, our teacher telling us, you know, never leave, never drive angry, never jump in your car angry. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he said, you know, a guy was fighting, got in a fight with his wife, jumps in his car, throws a reverse, 
runs over his fucking kids in the driveway. Oh, my oh God. yeah, yeah. Was that a story just to scare you, or you don't know? I, I don't know. I hope it was. I hope it's not a real hey, story. Listen, I but, I, but I swear, I I still think of that story every day. When I leave my house, I look for everybody. I lived in <laughs> I lived in Whiting, as you know, for the sticks. Yeah, like three years. I lived with my buddy Mike out there, and Whiting is like the old people, different Mike, different Mike, different Mike, different Mike, old people capital of the world. Yeah, that Mike was back in Maine. This Mike lived in Whiting, but it was like the old people capital of the world out there. Right. Right? It's like all you know, leisure villages and <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. homes. And I know this story happened because I saw it. I didn't actually see a body, but two old ladies went shopping together. One old lady dropped the other old lady off, and she walked behind the car with her groceries. Oh, yeah. oh and my the God. The driver didn't know that her friend had walked behind the car and backed over her and then got the st- car stuck on her. And, uh, yeah. and she was dead. Can you imagine? Uh, <sighs> the way yeah. you started that, it sounded like it was going to be a joke. Yeah, and then no, the way no, you no, ended no, it no, was no, down no, a fucking yeah. joke. And we kind of <laughs> went down a fucking dark path. Yeah, let's there. get yeah. back. But I got yeah. a funny story about Whiting. We'll bring it. We'll fucking oh, segue yeah. this right back. Right. So snowstorm right I'm, i used to work for my parents my parents used to have a courier service so i used to go to banks pick up all the clear checks in their mail for the day and i had like eight or nine banks on my route i used to do all the ocean like uh lavalette seaside whiting on saturdays you know like i used to go through all that so it was like after a bad snowstorm they clear it out we still got to the banks are open we got to fucking work no matter what i had this like piece of shit work car just for my work car a little hyundai accent bro let me tell you, it was like a course. fucking, yeah, I love them. <laughs> I, it's like a fucking roller skate. So I'm fucking going down Whiting, whatever that long ass road is from the Bayville exit going. Yeah, yeah Dover Road, yeah. Yeah, uh. that long fucking hike. <clears throat> I'm fucking, I go to my bank, I come back, the roads are still all slushy and whatnot. I'm coming back and there's a fucking old lady. Now, mind you, this is where the snow is. Like, it's still piled up in the center. Is this the old lady that ran over the other one? (laughs) (laughs) So, there's still snow in the center. Like, it's the fucking roads are fucked up. So, I'm like, this, bro, this old lady's going 20 miles an hour. Now, mind you, I'm on a time schedule here. I'm trying to fight. Saturday, I'm trying to get done. It's snowing. You're wishing she's the one that got ran over. Bro, 20 miles an hour. And I'm an aggressive-ass driver at this point. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to back up and I'm going to fucking go around. They're nice and slow. So I get over to slush. My car shakes a little bit. I pass her. Fucking get in front of her. I'm, I'm good. I'm golden. Now I'm doing like 40, bro. <laughs> so I get probably like a mile up, mile up. All of a sudden, my fucking car starts woof, 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 bro. I start spinning out of control and hit a snow pile, right? And, and I goes, stop, and here comes a fucking lady. That shit was like, bro. I, most people would be in a panic. I fucking <laughs> fell out and started. I'm like, yo, you kid, this is a cartoon. This this is a fucking cartoon right now. If she right drove now. by you at 20, flipping you <laughs> off, it would have been, <laughs> been the greatest thing ever. Yeah, man. I was a fucking, I was a wildcat on the roads back then, man. I used to get in so much, bro, I used to get pulled over like two, three times a week. How could you be a wild, what does that car do, 64? No, back then, bro. That's I, a Velociraptor, bro. It's a Velociraptor. <laughs> yeah, bro, I love that fucking car. I do bro. too, bro. Oh, 30 bucks, fill it up. <laughs> yeah. I'm in and out of the city a lot. That's why uh, I like, true, true. you know, so I need something small. I want to get like a truck, though, like a Durango or something. Durango? Yeah, yeah. or like a Tahoe. I got a Cherokee, but I think Tahoe's I'm going to get big. a Durango because they have three seats. The Cherokee's got two. It's up. Three seats, yeah. And plus, I have trailers. The new child is coming out of the 2021. Oh, looks sick, pretty yeah. dope, man. Yeah. That's yeah. what I originally wanted, but. We had one. I just got back from Miami, and we had, that was our, our rental was a fucking, uh, we had a Suburban. Okay. Fucking big, big motherfucker, dog. but that thing was comfortable. I was like, I can get used to this yeah. shit, driving a fucking hearse around. Yeah, I'm, yeah, it's I'm with dog. that. But, so, where, uh, 
who's fucking next on the podcast, bro? I want to. Uh, I like this shit. This is yeah. This we is got, good. We got we a got few got, people that are coming got in. Some um, people on, on deck. Yeah. On deck. But how was how was fucking uh how was Joe, bro? Joe's great, man. It was a place was sick. The studio room, probably like two of these, you know. And then he's in a warehouse, huge warehouse, like a hundred yard uh, um, archery range. Archery range, hundred yard archery range. In- maybe, maybe, maybe sixty yards. I don't know. It was, it was, it was long. If you're shooting hundred yards, yards with archery. Yeah, you're good. Probably, probably sixty, maybe forty. I don't fucking know. It was Six, long. Sixty right? would be a long. Job. Long. It was long. It was That's a football long. field, bro. That's now, a wasn't lot. A fo- it wasn't quite a football field, but about maybe, maybe fifty, sixty yards. Arrows can make it that far, bro. Yeah, yeah. Hundred, hundred yards. If you're a good archer, you could maybe do fifty yards. Okay, so then really it was, good. Uh, all right, I don't know what it was. Right. Yo, why don't you Google it? Lou, uh, Lou, Lou, what the fuck? Get a man. sponsor, Lou. Yeah. Get a, um, put that <laughs> but then, but then up, he dude. had a whole bunch of work, like a mat space. He had a bunch of gym equipment, green room. Yeah, and he had like a bunch of cars in there too. I heard. Yeah, he, he owns the building. He, I, I don't know. What's he got for um, cars? Anything dope? He had a dope Land Cruiser. Yeah. He had an old, uh, six, I think a '65 Corvette, super sick convertible, silver. Um, he had a Porsche in there, like an older, like maybe a '90 Porsche, something like that. Yeah. Um, nothing new school. No, he. I heard. Yeah, I know he has a Tesla. We didn't have that with him. Good conversation, like off air. Yeah, yeah. You know what, man? He came a little late. We were kind of, you know, he had people after me too. We kept it, you know, kept the. Oh, moving, so he but, just yeah. does fucking three hour podcasts all day? Not always. I mean, I, I don't know. I guess Daisy Candy. Right. Oh, we really had a guest know. after you guys. Yeah, that guest after me. Yeah, banged out like two and a half hours. Damn. Yeah. Bro. Yep. Wow. No. Yeah, that's dope, though, man. You know, seeing that guy like because he had all, but artwork all over the whole place, so sick. Oh, but really? People so that sick, have yeah. never heard of podcasts, and have no idea what podcasts are. They know Joe Rogan podcast. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I feel like Joe Rogan is the standard. You know Dude, I, mean? I just feel like he's touched so many different um, really genres yeah. from obviously. He just had being that KKK com- guy on there. Being a yeah, being a comedian, and then he was the Fear Factor guy. Yeah. So he was on. He was in like your living room. You know, uh, on what Channel Seven News, you know, or Channel yeah. Seven uh, uh, station. I've, then he's like the UFC guy. Then he's in some movies, and now he's this podcast guy. He's like he touches everybody. But I feel so, like everybody knew him as a Fear Factor guy first. Even I think so. Yeah. Comedy, yeah. You know yeah. What yeah. I mean? Well, like, well yeah, the masses did, but the comedy world knew him there first. Right, right, right. His guests are so diverse too. Yeah. I mean, he is all over the place. Well, he's diverse, bro. He, he like he surprises the yeah. fuck out of you yeah. with like. Not not saying he's a dumb dude or anything like that, but he's very intellectual, very educated on a lot of sh- different shit. He, he knows you know a what I mean? little bit about a lot. Right, 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 right. Yeah. That's what that's cool about him, you know. But that's with podcasts too. Like, bro, you can get educated on anything now with fucking podcasts. Yeah, you know? I get educated by listening to his podcast. Right, right. I do. Yeah, I right. really do. But that's like the way it is. I mean, like now, convenience, right? I feel Listen like to a podcast about. Science, fighting, right. fucking, whatever. You know what I mean? And you'll learn something off that fucking podcast. Is, is fucking one of your Fs on the Frankie and the Four Fs? It should be. A lot it of people should, ask that. What are the Fs? No, the Four Fs is uh, fear, females, fighting, and uh, fame. And how, how they how they all intertwine. Everything that happened to me as soon as I left. Yeah, there. see that? <laughs> yeah, but you, you see, like I told you guys, like it, it, we break it down. It's not like it's... F- not fighting physically, fighting emotionally, yeah. you know, like fighting, fighting to not eat a, a Twinkie. Yeah. You know what I mean, yeah. You know, you know, fighting, what Henzo says, fighting is the best thing a man could have in his soul. And it doesn't mean by like, you know, fighting, like physically fighting. Like, you got a little, okay, I got to fight to get out of bed in the morning. Yeah. yeah. You got to fight to stay away from, from adversity, you know, right? Yeah. Fight through adversity, yeah. So everybody has to have fighting them. 
fight and, and, and Listen, it's, I, it, it starts I, with you i you would know? like to take a minute talking speaking about fighting and people that have fought tough battles i'd like to take a moment if i could just to say to lou that we're so happy he beat the gout because lou had a real yeah. he fought the gout for what lou way to go lou <laughs> lou. <laughs> lou so this the backstory goutless lou we were looking for a guy that could do all the technical stuff, and I said, my buddy Louie is like really good with that shit. I, I'll try to talk him into doing it. And I knew he didn't want to do it because he lives in Barney. He's like 40 minutes away, 35 minutes away. But I was like, and I tried to, we tried to get him here, what, three times? And he was like, I think I can make it. I don't know, but I got this thing going on with my foot. I think I got the gout. And then he would be no-show. <laughs> I think I got the gout. Like three, times <laughs> in, like three times in a row, he no-showed. And Frankie and I are like, who the fuck gets the gout? He's, a, he's like fucking 40-year-old guy. Like, isn't that for like 72-year-old women that get gout? Well, long story short, he was just wearing the wrong boots. He doesn't have gout. Gout. So any or, boot sponsors out yeah. there? Boot. You were wearing the yeah. wrong boots? That's really what it was? And you don't have fucking nice friends that'll buy you boots for fucking Christmas? That's what we do for him. That's what we fucking sponsor this shit so he fucking Luke can get some fucking sneakers or something? Come on, man. Jesus. But you beat you beat your demons. Mentally you got over them. So yeah. You know, Renzo's right. Renzo's right. So he got new boots and and got rid of gout. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel like everybody fights something every day, right? We got, we, we got bracelets. Where's your gout bracelets? <laughs> Lou, Lou, Lou beat gout. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I started waking up at 5 in the morning. And, every uh, day? Every day, and I fucking love it. Right, well, what time do you go to bed? Sometimes 12. So you only get five hours of sleep? Yeah. That's no good, my man. I'm telling you. I'm I'm telling sometimes it's, no it's 6. Sometimes I get up to bed at a 10. You know, it depends on what I'm I, telling I, I'm you. You need, you need to get more sleep. You're probably right, yeah. but I've been doing this five o'clock in the morning. I've, for been, I've been listening to people talking about sleep and and even seeing it like uh, in, in a couple places. Sleep is so important. Have you seen that documentary about I forget his name? I'm gonna kick my ass. Lou, must, look this up. Must have been a sick documentary. He, he's uh, he was the guy that really kind of indoctrinated um, yoga into the United oh, the States. Bikram, the Bikram, Bikram, guy. Yeah, Bikram. Yeah, 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 yeah. He believed, I saw. The, he I, believed, I didn't see the Netflix one. He believed He's and a he did it, wacko, and he did it that you need an hour of sleep a night. No, he believed it true. and did, he did Listen, it. I don't know about all that. I think everybody also though. raped a bunch of girls too because he's fucking <laughs> sleep deprived and he's fucking keeping dick in his pants. <laughs> how about how about uh, uh, that that one podcast that you told me? Uh, not podcast, the fucking uh, oh, uh, the Epstein, not Epstein, uh, uh, fucking uh, damn. Damn. McAfee. McAfee. Oh, McAfee. oh my God. We talked about that. Yeah. Frank goes, yeah. Frank goes, yo, you're going to watch this shit? And yeah. then text me and go, yeah. what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I said, what the fuck? That oh shit was fucking. Yeah. What a fucking smart dude, though, bro. And that guy is running for president again. Yeah. yeah. Again. How do you fucking take over a country, <sighs> kill people? Get shitting in your mouth, I don't know, dude, and then fucking run for run run from the fucking he feds, was, and then run for president. Yeah, he, <laughs> I'm telling you, he was high up on the Republican ticket. Are you kidding me? They're he, looking for this guy for murder, and he shows up on Channel Five News. You just did one of those things. I'd be impressed. He did all of those things yeah. and is now a candidate for presidency. But I don't think he's a Republican candidate. I think he's no. Uh, well, now he can't be. I, no one's no. running opposing. No one's opposing Trump, right? On the Republican ticket, I believe. No, I'm I don't sure know. He's, I'm sure Trump's going to get the nomination, but that's what I'm saying. Uh, yeah. I don't think he I was think the last time. I think he was either Independent or Green Party or something. no. I think he was Republican because him, last him, and was? Trump were, were, were. Here we go. Here we go. Come here on, we go. Low. Ah, here we go. Politics. If you had talk. to type that in with your toes, we'd be screwed. But you're fuck good, politics. Man. How about Shakira and J Lo? 
Why? How you doing? Why? How you doing? Why are the angry housewives hating? So How bad? you doing? Because they, they fucking Renee, my, my, wife so my wife Bro, loved it. My wife loved it. Half America, half of the fucking America had hard ons. A whole Dude, fucking oh halftime God. show. You're watching so the what do, full I want to know. I want to know. Oh, uh, Libertarian Party. Okay. Oh, you're right. That was a great vo- uh, saying, uh, voice. I thought he was voice of God. Like... That was a great voice of God yeah. from behind okay, the scenes. Okay, so there. he was number three <laughs> on the Libertarian Party. That makes so. more sense then. Yeah, because it gets yeah. no votes. Nobody right. votes for the Libertarian right. Party. But yeah, how amazing were they? They were, I, I loved every second of it, and I'm going to go on record. I'm going to get hated on by everybody, but I still think Shakira is harder than J-Lo. Wow. Still oh, I was actually, bro. I don't know. Yeah. I, other I, than that, I didn't get that part. But uh, other than yeah, that. that I, yeah, I love that part. That was oh, great, oh, but J-Lo I, still is fucking. I don't know, man. You know what's crazy, though? So I'm working with this girl from Philly, and one of her friends is a publicist, that works with like JLo's team. Okay. And like one day we were like talking about, she loves my podcast. So we always fucking brainstorming on shit and trying to try and new uh, fucking people to interview. Right. Mm-hmm. So she's like, do you believe? Cause I was talking, we talked about JLo. I was like, JLo, she's like, nah, fuck that bitch. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Watch your fuck pump your brakes lady. You know what I mean? She's like, do you believe JLo when she comes to New York city has a person that has perfume in their wrist and sprays it around JLo while she walks the streets of New York because she doesn't like the smell. No. You believe these True things? story. True story. Swear to God. You hear a lot of these things. True story. How do, you, how do you know? I mean, you never know, but I know, true yeah. story. I, I thought that was fucking pretty wild. I'm like, damn, Jenny from the pretty block. Don't bougie, even like bro. the way she smells. She don't like you the know? block. But, yo, what do you, I, what do you, how do you think she fucking stays so fresh, bro? Because, like... Sleep. She don't sleep <laughs> fucking five hours a day. Okay, I'm serious. I'm lit. They're saying sleep is so important. Your body, your fights for radicals in your sleep. Your body recovers in your sleep. Sleep is important, man. I'm not saying it's not, but I'm saying there's a lot of people out there. You know, I I feel like part of the reason I stay somewhat young is because I don't stop burning the candle ever. I don't stop. I'm always moving, always going. Right. Yeah, that, that that's good, but you got to recover too. And when? they even say they even say like we should be sleeping uh, like midnight. They call it middle midnight is twelve o'clock. That's the should be the middle of the night. So ideally, we should be go to sleep. We should be sleeping with the sun at eight o'clock. Go to bed. You wake up at four. This is, this I would not do this, but I'm saying this is what they say. What happens you do. when you listen to many podcasts? No, no. This is what they saying. This is what they're saying how we probably what when we were hunters and gatherers, we probably went to bed with the sun. You know what I mean? When the bed went, when the sun went, it went down. We went to bed. When the sun you came sure up, we woke that? up. Okay. How, so, uh, how do you know that? How do you? I, th- I, I feel I like that. they did their best Ton- hunting at night. Tons of people have. Maybe night- yeah. I, I'm just speculating. Tons here. I don't of know. people. <laughs> tons of people work night shift jobs. What do they do? They're all, they sleep when the sun's up. Correct. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that that's the, I, I go to bed at twelve o'clock, but I try to sleep to eight. I get eight hours of fucking sleep because I I know sleep. Yeah, but important. sometimes for me personally, I feel like it's too much. Eight hours is too much. I, I think feel, seven. I think I seven. Feel, I feel like I, there are. I, I'm sure there are some people that don't need that sleep, but you're genetically wired differently. I don't. If that's the case, I get. Everyone I, thinks they don't. Bro, I wake up at, at sometimes four thirty, and I'm fucking. I get up. I'm not tired. It, I, and I'm not saying I like bounce out of bed, and I'm like, no. It takes me. Yeah, like I get out of bed. I'm, I'm ready to go. I'm I get out of bed. I put my dogs outside, and I don't, I'm good. I put my sneakers on. I go for a fucking run on my treadmill. Hit my email every day. Me, every day you wake every up every single for day. Run every single day. Oh, you run every day. On every treadmill. How far are you I do thirty minutes. So sometimes I do three and a half miles, four miles. It depends on the. Why not day. outside? Because uh, three miles on a treadmill is like probably like well, two I, miles outside, right? Whatever. Where, where do you live? I live in Howell. 
Because he doesn't run outside at 4 o'clock in the morning. He's going to get run the fuck over. Oh, whatever. It, it doesn't matter. Whatever. Well, you get up at 4 a.m. too? I haven't gone 4 a.m. No. yet. 4, 4.30 was my so earliest. What, uh, but what, like, like, consistently you're getting up at 5 a.m., I guess? Yeah. Well, for me, uh, because, you know, waking up at 8 sometimes, like, I can do so much more shit before 8 o'clock. Because, like, if we have most of our practices are at 9 o'clock, 9.30. So from that first four hours of my day, I can get a run in. And I'm hitting emails and my clients, I'm the first fucking email in their, in, in their inbox mm. or some of the vendors. I'm their first, like, holy shit. So if they even reply, I'm on it again. Boom, 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 boom. All right. I did most of my business mm. before fucking 10 o'clock. Now I can go to practice. Let's go to bed earlier, bro. Let's go to bed earlier if you like it. I'm so, uh, some days I do. Mm. Some days I do. But sometimes I, I, like, I like getting shit done. I hate procrastinating. I hate saying tomorrow. You know, I'm a big procrastinator. I can procrastinate for fucking weeks, but... If I put it in my head that I want to get this shit done, I'm getting it done. So whether it's one, two, three o'clock in the morning, I'll fucking get it done. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then those days I go two, three o'clock in the morning. All right, I'm gonna sleep I, a little I'd, later. You know what I mean? I'd but, love to be home sleeping right now, but this fucking guy always tells me to show up at nine o'clock at night to do the podcast. <laughs> Bro, so. I got fuck. I, I had three fucking workouts to do today. Actually, I, I worked out once at at Nick's this morning. Uh-huh. Then I ran practice at high school East. Then I drove right to Mark's. I came here, showered, ate, and now I'm here with you fellas. Uh-huh. So That's go, a long baby. day. Yeah, That's well, a long day. I'm committed. I'm committed. Well, you got something coming up? No. No. Uh, yeah. Early summer, probably. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm shooting for. You didn't have to get so serious, bro. Just fucking just <laughs> shit. Nah, bro. Some call we can we can move we can move this fucking table and what get down fuck? right now. Oh. Still, listen, listen, bro. It's because I'm a little hefty and my jeans are fucking tight and I'm wearing uh, a fucking off white fucking V neck. Ain't no head kicking. <laughs> Ain't no head kicks in those jeans, bro. <laughs> That's how I know when I gain weight, bro. I went to fucking Miami with my boys for a bachelor party. Dude, and I, you eat like, it's your body just knows, bro. You know what I mean? You eat like shit, and I come back, and my fucking suits are all fucking tight. Yeah. I'm holding the mic, and my fucking fingers are going numb <laughs> from cutting off the circulation. It's so crazy. You didn't get up at 5 o'clock and go for a Hell fucking no. <laughs> hell no. no, no, I, went, no. I went out with Frankie once this summer. Uh, me, Jesse, Frankie, who else? Was yeah, there? that was, I knew it was, oh, it was Lou. Lou and was Lou. there. Oh, my God, Lou. Because <laughs> wow. I don't often think of Lou with that scene because Lou doesn't drink. But, yes, Lou was he with was us. He was chilling. He doesn't drink. Did you leave before He's... or after the bitch smack? What and... bitch smack? I wasn't there, right? No, bro. Okay, no. Oh, was that the fight? That yeah. Was the... Oh, shit. So, what fight? Like, I'm going to line this up. And then, you got and then bitch I'm going to line this up wow, for Roger. you got bitch smack? I don't get fucking bitch smack in my fucking life. So, Jesse. I bitch smack. Jesse invited me out to dinner. We all go out to dinner. We go to Zena. First time to Zena. Like with uh, Jesse just you two? No. He's like, yo, oh, the boys oh, are going out to fucking okay, dinner. Yeah, we all, got, we're all got, together. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. So we all go out to dinner. And, and, and this guy's single. Jesse's single. I'm single. He's like, yo, let's go to Jack's. And I, I don't fucking like Seaside. Jack's bro. Garage? Why? What? Why? Because it, it, it was a Thursday night, and that's the busy night at Jack's. I just don't uh, like Seaside, bro. Every time I, I go on to Seaside, I, I got no fucking fight. I think we were drinking Tito's. Never got beat up. We were drinking Tito's at dinner. Yeah. And by the end of dinner, it was probably me. I was like, oh, I'm feeling a little loose. Because fucking Jax is like five minutes away. I was like, guys, want to go to Jax? And we were all just tuned up enough to the point where everybody was like, yeah, fuck it. Let's go. You know what I mean? So we went. I'll let you tell the rest of the story, Frankie. So we go to fucking Jax. And I'm like, to get me out, I like being home. You know what I mean? But to get me out in a place like that, it's like, all right. Fucking out, I'm chilling, I'm vibing, you know, I'm kind of going with it. I'm out with this fucking guy, this guy, all these Places girls are coming. Packed, packed it was out. starting to get packed up, but, you know, every fucking Google. <laughs> Here comes fucking King Kong, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, you can't miss this fucking guy. So all these guys, are you Roger? Like, why are you asking the question? You know who he is. You see his fucking nutsack, all right? Let's fucking take your picture and get the fuck out of here. That's pretty much it. All right? 
So we're. Ta- I don't know exactly what happened, but Jesse went from zero to a hundred. He started. He got the smile drunk. You know what I mean? He just smiled drunk. He got the glitter in his eyes. <laughs> glitter. <laughs> And then all hell broke loose. Everything was cool. In 0.0 seconds. What do you mean? What? what? Explain. I, Jesse so was, there was this group of people. No? There was like this group of people that were like a little like, off. A group of like five. Like maybe one or two girls and like three dudes. Yeah. yeah. And the one chick was just like clapping her cheeks. You know what I mean? She was. She wanted the fucking attention. Clapping her cheeks like. Like, like she was just being flirty. Uh, and I guess Jesse went over <laughs> to talk to her. I don't know what was said over there, but whatever. Vice versa, they start fucking throwing punches. Wait, 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 wait. So this girl's clapping her cheeks. How slow? How much slower listen, do I have listen, to fucking listen, slow this down? Listen, listen. Jesus, this girl, you, you, you said you said the girls, cla- the girls clapping her cheeks. <laughs> then Jesse went over there and they start fighting. That, that's what it was. No, that's fucking that's, what happened. You know, I wasn't standing there. Roger was over here. Like it first happened of, so. First quick. of all, Frankie, we were all so shit faced. Even if it was all on video, we it would have been the first time we all saw it because we were all <laughs> so, so fucking hammered. So this is all like uh, right. bits, bits and pieces of what you remember. Je- Jesse never remembers anything. He couldn't tell you <laughs> what. So we don't know exactly what happened. All we know is Jesse's our boy, right? He was with us. He gets the drunkest, the quickest, but he's not a troublemaker, right? And all I know is the reason later when we left, I said, bro, what happened? Like, what the fuck? He kept saying, talking shit. They were talking shit. That that could be anything. So he's not a, really a troublemaker, but if somebody pops off sideways, Jesse's in there. Next thing I know, Jesse is in the middle of the floor, rolling around on the floor with two dudes. Two dudes. Not one, two. So he ends up on the floor rolling around with this other one, and I see this one guy about to jump back in that Jesse already fought with, and the bouncers ripped him <laughs> off and threw him over against the bar. And I see him eyeballing, and I can see he's either going to football punt Jesse or something. But, I mean, this is happening in a fraction of a second, right? And I just literally was like, your mind processes shit so fast, and I haven't been in a fight in forever, but I'm like, he's going to fucking fight Jesse. He's going to fucking kick him. Something's going to happen. If I punch him, I'm going to get sued. This guy's going to fucking sue me. I've already had a bad year. It's been a really bad fucking year. Don't punch him. And I just open hand slapped this kid the hardest <laughs> I have ever <laughs> fucking slapped anybody in my <laughs> fucking life. And he just wilted. He just fucking wilted. He, felt, he, bro, he knocked I, him out. I, I didn't could. knock him out, but he wilted. And then he immediately got thrown out because, you know, he was. I couldn't you know. believe you. Bro, he brought this shit from back here. Like his shoulder dislocated <laughs> and it came around, bro. Like the whole fucking hand. And I'm like, holy fuck. Like Roger got redder. Like his whole body went red. I'm pretty red as it is. <laughs> bro. And he hit this dude. I'm like, holy shit. Jen's getting serious. He hit the meat paws. Bro, so Jesse got. That's how. That's what I'm telling you. That girl was clapping her cheeks because we'll go outside. The girl walks up to Jesse and's like, "Yo, why'd you do that?" And still trying to spit game to Jesse while this fucking dude's trying to fight him over here. Yeah. But watching this fucking galook <laughs> come around with a fucking boom, <laughs> bro, that shit was crazy. And it happened like that, you know, like any fight. You just get thrown out. Just all get no, thrown he made out? us nah. stand outside. I stood outside with Jesse because he made Jesse stand outside. I had until, a fucking chick until and everything. they yeah. left. And of course, we're locals. I was like, we're going back in, right? He's like, yeah, just wait till they're out here. <laughs> As they left, we were back in. So that's cool. Doesn't always work out yeah. that way, but hey. doesn't always work out that way, but. Fucking seaside, bro. That's it, man. Everybody right. fucking there's always fights over there, bro. People don't understand the fights in always. seaside. They don't understand. It's the nature, bro. Growing up, man, it I just fucking love it. <laughs> I did. No, I, I'm I not. It. But like, why? Why just seaside? Like, why seaside so much? Because nah, so much I mean, testosterone. Yeah. So many Fuck. clubs. And, and people from everywhere. They're not really from there right. usually. Right. Bro, well, that night that was local. One night. One word, yeah. pussy. It's a yeah. whole bunch of horny dudes in ten clubs. Fighting over the hottest. But do you get it though? Do you get like really? Like, 
the, the girls don't give a fuck if you're fighting. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, it makes it's, establish, it's establishing dominance. It's the same way it's been since yeah. we were cavemen. You're right. I, I you're feel right. I feel too like it's it's a lot with insecure. You know, yeah. when you have a guy that is whatever he he's the best dressed in the fucking place. He thinks he is who he is, and everybody knows him. And then another guy just on his level or better shows up. Now it's a challenge. Yeah, yeah. Even though that guy could be the fucking coolest guy in the fucking world, yeah. he, he could be his boy. But there's an immediate challenge. You know, yeah. I'm single and I'm, you know, I'm not the fucking shy guy. I like that's to dance. Kinda, that's kind of nature's way, no? Like, I mean, that's the way it works in nature. <sighs> Man, I, I guess to the, fucking the insecure people, pride always gets tested by the up and comer, and yeah. that's how he remains the the king of the jungle. You bro, know? but for a night out, like you're out with your friends, you ain't looking for it. Like, I, I wasn't, for, I wasn't looking for it. You weren't looking for it. No, but I, I, I the other day I was in Hoboken. Well, I, I know this girl that lives out there. She's got fucking four roommates. She's like, yo, come on by, have some drinks, whatever. I go by, there's one guy in the fucking, in the house. This fucking guy, I don't know him from a hole in the wall. But the second I, he's like laughing and giggling as I'm walking in. He turns around, he sees me. I'm like, oh, what's up, bro? Nice to meet you. I'm Frank. And he's like, what's up? And I'm just that bullshit. I'm like, you fucking know me here? What's up, man? Like, what's going on, man? Nice to meet you. What's, what's up, bro? Like, cold as fuck. And I'm like. Well, you're you're the, the fucking fuck? you're the fucking uh, you're a competition, bro. A competition yeah. for what, bro? The fucking I'm four f- fucking girls that he's trying to smash. Who gives a you fuck? Who gives a? He's like, like who's they, this they, pretty these motherfucker? These fucking guys out here act like that's the last piece of fucking pussy on earth. Listen, yeah, but, bro, but that's you know that's, I mean? that's the nature of of competition, but though. Don't, I guess. Don't you, don't you feel like if it's I just laugh at if it. it's best man wins, right? Best man wins. Best man gets the girls, and we're going in under the rule set: guy with the best game, guy that approaches the girl, guy that. Has the best spot. Got the it. biggest, that, the swing is, the swing in his dick. That's our minds, <laughs> our mindset. And the the other the other guy is thinking, okay, he, he's going to beat me on that. He's a better talker than I am. He's better. What's my, I got to establish dominance somehow. I'm going to fight this I'm guy. I'm going to beat this dude yeah. up. Yeah, I mean, I'm a tough guy. Yeah. That's why I never yeah. tell anybody I'm a fighter. Yeah. Never, ever, 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 ever. But that's also why I always used to fuck the fat girls. Yeah. <laughs> We used wait, to wait, 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 wait. Oh, wait, yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, wait. yeah. You used to fuck the fat girls because you were a fighter? I used to, no, 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 no. And actually wait, physically no, no. I never told. It? It, I, actually, I, I put two sentences together. I never tell people I was a fighter. Why? Because the guy immediately is either going to ego check you, he's going to want to fight you, right, right? Or he's going to, like, try to compare himself to you. Oh, I used to do karate <laughs> or whatever. Like, thinking, like, yeah. I, I'm going to, like, respect him more. I don't give a fuck who you are, what you do. What's up, bro? Nice yeah. to meet you. Let's have a fucking good time. But... When all the groups of guys used to go out and whatever, we used to fucking go out to Atlantic City, whatever, bro, I went right at, which one's the one that nobody wants? Boom. Got it. See ya. You guys are all putting that work in. I'm but, already. But but explain that to me because that's a four, honestly. Because we used to go out just to get, get fucking laid. I know. You but know? So you would pick the ugliest one? The, whatever the one nobody wanted, one. I'm in. I'm in. Got it. Your shit still got to work, though. That doesn't make much sense. Really? I know it doesn't. I'm not got, saying it does. I'm not sure, trying to prove anything you sure, here. Just, you sure you don't have a little bit, of, and I'm not being a dick, little like a big girl fetish thing are you sure because are you a chubby chaser listen, are you I would a rather chubby go, i'm not against big girls i would rather go home and jerk yeah. off i wouldn't yeah. I would rather go really home and jerk you're off. not into big girls at all i'm into masturbation really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I am. nobody touches me the way i do yeah you're right nobody. Uh, i'm sure well, i you, guess you guys want to try <laughs> no <laughs> roger sits on his hand gets it numb calls it the stranger that's <laughs> <laughs> true i've done that shit Yo, why don't you ever do stand-up comedy? Uh, anxiety. I would, uh, I would probably. I would be. 
I, I, the older I get, I think the more confident you get. So maybe you just don't give a well, fuck. You're like, yeah, yeah, who gives a fuck? You know? Yeah, so I, feel. I, I think I would be that way now. But I honestly, I don't think there's any money in it as an amateur. You got to be good, and you got to do it for years yeah, as a hobby. As a hobby, I don't know. I've well, how about I've you? About it. I always thought about it. I, I always wanted to do like an open mic night. Yeah, they said you'll never stand balls. alone more than doing stand up comedy. Yeah, I mean, it's that, tough. You, you 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 really have to be in touch with yourself to do that and be right. good at it. You know what I mean? Because you know, there's it's all eyes on you, and to make people laugh is not easy, man. Nah. It's not it's not easy. It's not easy. I, I've been going to comedy clubs like in the city now. Just mm-hmm. which just, one? Uh, the Stand. Mm-hmm. And then it's I the just comedy Stella, Stella, right? Comedy Comedy, Stella. comedy yeah. Seller's mm-hmm. another one I just went to. Mm-hmm. I just saw uh, Sal from fucking Impractical Jokers. Oh uh, yeah, Sal uh, uh, V. Yeah, v, fucking yeah, bro, yeah. he's fucking hilarious, yeah, yeah. bro. He who's he, uh, Big J Ogerson's always. Uh, oh, Big J, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nikki Glazer, I saw yeah, that was yeah, there. Yeah. So if you go during the week in New York, bro, at the Comedy Seller, so you could see always yeah, big great, names, yeah, bro, yeah. because they go there for like using new material. Yeah, yeah. You know, I saw Andrew Schultz. Oh yeah, bro, fucking hilarious. Uh, Dan Soder. Oh yeah, yeah, bro, yeah. fucking monster, bro. Yeah. Dan Soder's a monster. Really? He's billion, monster. billions, billions. Oh really? He's on the show billions. Yeah. Oh billions, yeah yeah, 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 bro. He's a monster. But like going up there and like, it was funny because there's a couple people that actually like write for Saturday Night Live or like some of these big TV shows that are the writers. What is your style? What do you like? I like like. Bill Burr, you know, that would be Bill my, Burr's funny. Yeah, yeah. I like I, everything. I like so much. Joey Diaz is Joey hilarious. Diaz is I can relate to a lot of Joey Diaz. Oh, well, yeah, because he lived in Jersey. Yeah. You know, yeah. And he's, well, he's Cuban. He's, too. he's from my, my, where my mother grew up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But a lot of shit he talks about with like Cubans. I like comedy that I can like. I'm a vision guy. You know what I mean? So you say a fucking yeah, joke, yeah, yeah. it's playing in my head, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And if I, it, you know, if it hits that fucking punch, yeah. I'm fucking dying, you know? Yeah, but yeah. if. You fucking start talking about politics and what this guy. I'm fucking. You lost me. I don't I, fucking I watch that shit. You know what I mean? I don't I like fuck. Over the top humor. Daniel Tosh, another guy that. Daniel Tosh cracks, is yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like Kevin Hart's good. Yeah, you know, yeah. Yep. Hart cracks me up, yeah. yeah, Kevin Hart's good. He's kind of like uh, he's got his thing about him. If he and couldn't that's do it, that you know I mean? visual shit with his face, he wouldn't be nearly right, as right. funny. Maniscalco. Yeah. Maniscalco's yeah, funny as fuck. Yeah. I saw him in Red Bank. He was funny. Oh yeah, yeah. I like him. That's something I, I definitely want to. I definitely want to try. Why don't you? Where where are there open uh, open mic? There's one uh, right Uncle Vinny's. It's that, oh, yeah, that it's in uh, Point Tom's Pleasant. River, no? Point oh, Pleasant. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, right, right on thirty five. Yeah. Yeah. They used to. Uh, did they used to have comedy at uh, Capone's? You know Capone's down downtown. Oh, that's right. Yeah, they, they used did, to have yeah. a comedy club. But down I don't think there was any big that's, names in there. But yeah, that's yeah. where he got his fucking pinstripe button-up yeah, shirt yeah, for fucking yeah. Capone's. Capone's. I adore. Wasn't he just talking about he didn't hate on the other guy in the room because he was that. You just, you just wanted to fuck a fat girl. Let me, let me call my sister. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Chris. I was just joking. The fuck? This guy's just talking about sisters, moms. My, my goodness. Fucking, my, mom, goodness. my mom got fucked six times just sitting here in this fucking <laughs> one podcast with Roger. It's fucked up. I made love to her. I never fucked her. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. That's what's up, boys. Well... I think it was good, man. Yeah, I good know. times, pal. Yeah, as always. <laughs> great, as bro. always. That's great. We yeah. should just start our own TV show, uh, the fucking Roger and the Franks. We, Roger we, and the Franks. We <laughs> talked about um, Frank Lou. You want to fucking back us up, Lou? Nobody, Get some sponsors in here, Lou. God fucking shit. Nobody does TV anymore. Everything's on on media. You know. Let's like do media. a YouTube fucking YouTube, thing. YouTube. We just come on here and just talk some shit to some people. All right, I got one one last thing, and I'll let you guys go on your own show. I'm, d- I'm just kidding. 
<laughs> Welcome to Frankie and the Five Fs, people. <laughs> Frankie and the Five Fs. Frankie and the Five Fucks. <laughs> well, bro, Perez, we'll keep doing this. Let's fucking keep doing this. Yeah. One thing. What the fuck's up with these Paul brothers, bro? You respect Paul these bro. fucking boxing clowns? <laughs> I'll tell you, oh, my, my kids. I went to their guys. concert. You know that? They had a concert? They had a concert at... Um, to do what? <sighs> Talking about not, Logan It was like Paul not Abyss, or... but like what are, what are, what are those... Uh, like a venue? The venues. Like yeah. iPlay or something? No, sure. no. Uh, it's like Cerebral. Oh, Starland Ballroom. Starland Ballroom. Me and my kids are Jake Paul fans, so I went. Jake Paul's the younger brother, right? We went we went there, and uh, one of the security guards, I'd known him. He's like Seaside Bouncer. I know him from Seaside or whatever. He's like, hey, you, you want to meet you want to meet the guy? I'm like, fuck yeah, my kids will love it. So I go back there. They go to meet him. He comes up to me. He's like, dude, my dad's your big. My dad's such a big fan. Can we take a picture? I'm like, your fucking dad? Damn, all right. All right. <laughs> so we take a fucking picture and shit, and uh, he was like, you know, he's like, I remember, I used to watch your your, uh, your dip videos. Remember Martin Rooney? Yeah. He had the, 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 the dip record and stuff. Right. So he used to be able to try to do that stuff. So it's kind of funny. So I, I kind of got some love from there because right. of that. But um, dude, why not, man? If they can do it and they can make money, yeah, man. Why, why not? I mean, you know, it, it definitely takes away from a real fighter. The guy he fought was a bum. But hey, someone wants to pay to watch him fight. I can't hate him. I don't I knock. Him I don't that. knock a businessman. You know, yeah. you make even, your money, you ride that yeah, wave. But, but even, like, even the UFC, the most legit organization out there in MMA. They even do it. They they don't go by ranking sometimes. They'll they'll no. do fan. They'll do they want to put the fights. fight. Yeah, and they yeah, should. Yeah. They should. Yeah, it's about yeah. money. You know, it's money. So why would you hate on guys that are creating that on their own? I don't. I don't hate on them. I but like, I don't hate on them. But there are guys out there that are busting their ass yeah. and doing this, and they can't have that opportunity. Yeah. So that that's what I see. Be more I mean, creative. That, but I mean, look. Like like CM Punk, when people were so mad that they gave CM Punk a, you know a shot in the UFC, I'm like, dude, he did something in his life that made him important enough that people want to watch him fight, yeah. whether he can win or lose. People want to see him; they have interest in him. So hey, go for it. Yeah, yeah. What the fuck? Why not? Yeah. I just I just hate the fact that they're trying to like compare themselves to like people that have been doing this for fucking That's ever. stupid. Like well, you know what I mean? They, like, come on, don't bro. forget, don't forget, you they're know? YouTubers, so they gotta have that shock value. They gotta say shit that's outlandish yeah. that people are like what? What the fuck? Bro, about? They want people. They want the attention. That's the best way to get. It. I don't mind the business. I was talking to my dad. He's like, Yo, who the fuck are these guys? I'm like, Why wouldn't the zone pick them up? The, you get one of those ki- brothers. They got fucking twenty, thirty million. One. Right. Then now you have. Ten YouTubers on there. Now you got a hundred million people right. that are that you're promoting, fil- you know, promoting, promoting this shit. Yeah. You know, it's fucking money. But like, I just hate these kids are like getting in their heads and they think like they're like can compare themselves like to to fighters, even like a low grade right. regional fighter. You know, a guy yeah. that's fucking four and six. Well, a little little background info on the Pauls. They actually wrestled. I, I know, they I know, pretty that. good wrestlers, right? But so they are boxing. Right. They're boxing. Yeah, they're boxing. Yeah. yeah, but it's a show. I don't know. I just it didn't bother me, but I'm like these it fucking bothered guys. Little, it bothered yeah, me. I guess it did bother me. It did bother me. It did bother me. Yeah, on I'm not hating. I'm not hating, but I, I get one, where you're, I get where you're coming from. Yeah. On one hand, we're saying do what you got to do to promote yourself, and on the other hand, we're saying it sucks that they're don't jump, do it in my house, motherfucker. Yeah. Just don't do it in my house. Not <laughs> no, but I, like I said, dude, someone wants to watch them. Hey, all, all the power to you. And they're doing like pay per view, like ten bucks. Right, uh, I don't know. I, I, I didn't think, buy it. I'm not. I watching think they are shit. though. I think it was like a ten dollar pay per view, right? Wasn't oh, it the first one? 
don't know. I mean, those kids are fucking millionaires. I mean, he had but Shane Mosley. What's crazy is they're putting, like, good-ass boxers on the undercard. Yeah, bro. Like, Devin what? Devin Haney fought on the undercard of Logan yeah. Paul. No yeah. way. So, yo, the, 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 that one sister, that Spanish sister. Uh, Serrano. Uh, Serrano. Yeah. She fought on this undercard. Of, are you kidding me? No way. She's a fucking seven-time world champ or eight-time world champ. Yeah. But. If the payday is there, do you blame him? You know, no, they, absolutely they not. Paid, you know? Absolutely not. They gotta put, at the hey, end of the day, you, you know what? He, he's having this event. It gives the fighters a, an opportunity to to showcase their skills. You know, and, and, it and get in front of and get in front of an audience that maybe they would never get a chance to be in front of. So it's you gotta right. look at it that way. It's all right. about self promotion. And that being said, this is the greatest fucking podcast in the history of podcasts. Right? We blow away the Joe Rogan show. <laughs> <laughs> might blow something. Yeah. I don't know. That'll that'll be the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. hey, I don't have anything in my cup, but I'll cheers. Cheers, cheers. Perez. Thanks for coming. Great on, to see man. the boys. Always great, great to, to see the boys with the two Frankies. There you go. Bro. Got to reach. I got a little. I was a little taste. <laughs> you know, you know, that's not really proper etiquette, by the way. What did I do? Oh no! You, you cheers. You're supposed to you're take supposed a to sip. drink oh. it, bro. Duh. You're right. the you're you're the Sorry. fucking adult here. You're the adult here. The whole the whole show have talked about <laughs> fucking Frankie's mob, and now I'm inappropriate. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for uh, tuning in once again. And uh, Monday, 3 p.m. Look out for us. We drop Champ every Monday at 3. And tramp. Share, like, subscribe. Some days we'll throw out bonus episodes, so yeah. you can catch those too. We'll always give you a heads up on those. But this will be uh, next Monday, 3 p.m. We'll drop with Frankie Perez. Badass. Badass. What Thanks for having your, me on, what boys. Was your, uh, what was Two. your nickname when you fought? Suavemente. You, something, you know something about cocaine? That was it. Diga, man. <laughs> <laughs> Got five Colombians. Hey, you know what a hustle is? <laughs> It's a pig that don't fly straight. <laughs> that got AC. <laughs> Thanks oh. for having me on, boys. Appreciate hey, it, brother. Hey, yeah, oh appreciate man. it. Oh man. Good times. Yeah. Good time. See Chris out. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. How long was that? That was long. That was two hours. <laughs>